0: again to you know nothing john snow a game of thrones podcast i am one of your co-hosts philip from the state of new hampshire in the us of a and with me in the state of michigan this is eric, eric how's it going sir going well excellent and in the state of new york
1: i am no one <laughs> how are you phil
0: good good mike co-host mike from new york um, referring I to... I liked the,
2: your joke.
0: The, the faces of no name, house, or whatever it's called. I don't know. The, the god with no face, or I don't know, who kids. The
2: many-faced god.
0: Yeah, it's one right. of the storylines I don't care about. But yes, that's right.
1: Um, because it's not a Sansa storyline. Uh...
0: Anything out of Westeros is is a boring storyline, in my opinion. That's just me, though. Don't attack me; just a personal thing. No. Why? That's
2: <laughs> half the fun of this podcast.
0: Well, let me, let me rephrase: everything not in Westeros, north of of uh, that the Sand, sand Snake City. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yes. Uh, so basically, hosting. anything
1: without hot chicks—that's going to be a problem,
2: right?
0: Um, so, let's see here, uh, some house cleaning here. First off, uh, Eric, you actually do a couple other podcasts, but uh, one of them you do with your buddy Dan.
2: I do. It's a general interest podcast called the Scancity Podcast. That's A-S-K-A-N-C-I-T-Y. You can find it on Stitcher and the iTunes Store. And, Mike, you
0: do a genre blog.
1: Uh, on occasion, yes, That's Unnatural Selections, uh, spelled like it sounds, www.unnaturalselections.com.
0: Nice and Mike, you actually do another uh, podcast with uh, me and Eric, uh,
1: with you and Eric and and uh, and Abe and occasionally and Christy Peterson Scooven over and yes, it's getting getting to be quite the uh, family affair at this point, point. <laughs> uh, and that is the Dark Discussions podcast. Uh, you are your home for I can never remember the punchline, not the punchline, the tagline. Oh, uh, wow. the, uh, for all for place? The, for the, for the for all the things that. Are, Horror that's fiction and
2: all, that's fantastic.
1: Fantastic, that's right, yes, okay. Give, right. Giving intelligence to a genre that needs more intelligence, or something like that.
0: That's right, that's right, yeah. So uh, a weekly podcast, uh, basically critiquing, not truly reviewing, but critiquing uh, horror or genre films, basically. Um, so that's our sister podcast, and You Know Nothing, John Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast, is both, has its own feed on Stitcher and iTunes and whatnot, but it also has, uh, part, it's actually part of the Dark Discussions feed, so if you subscribe to the Dark Discussions podcast, a Rondo Award winning, or I should say nominated uh, horror podcast, you right. Yeah,
1: so we, we, we are Rondo Award losing.
0: That's right. And Twice, twice uh,
1: in a row now. Nevertheless, sure. it was it is supposedly an honor just to be nominated, so they tell me.
0: That's right, that's right. And uh, You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, Game of Thrones podcast can also be found on Dark Discussions podcast feed, also uh, on Stitcher and iTunes. Um, Also, uh, the website for both podcasts is www.darkdiscussions.com where you can uh, find all the episodes of You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast, as well as our sister podcast, Dark Discussions. And you can listen to any of the episodes right off that website. Also, at the bottom of every page, it links to uh, the Facebook group w- for both podcasts, and it's both under the same uh, title of Dark Discussions Podcast. Uh, it's the Twitter account, the email account, and whatnot. If you want to email us, at darkdiscussions.aol.com, and talk about the Game of Thrones, we will read your email on the podcast, or you can do a voicemail by doing a mp3 or a .wav file. Attach it to the email and send it to us, and we will play it on the podcast. Um, also, on the right of the front page of darkdiscussions.com are links to Mar- Mike's uh, Unnatural Selections uh, genre blog, as well as a Scancity podcast, if you so happen to uh, decide to go listen to Eric's other podcast or Mike's read Mike's blog, and you forget the name, you can always just go to darkdiscussions.com, and on the right side are links. Um, Now, let's see. uh, Any news or updates that are, I guess, Game of thrones George R. R. Martin, uh, Benioff, Weiss, uh, any of the actors or actresses of the show that just happen to have news? Anything? Anyone know? I I haven't seen anything, uh, actually.
2: Well, uh, apparently (laughs) Kit Harington came out today. And apologize to everybody for being such a big, fat liar.
0: <laughs> well, and we will discuss why uh, he's apologizing and what he's lied about, though anybody who's listened to this podcast probably already knows. Never well, I mind. think just about
1: everybody already knew, and I kind of go with, what's uh, the old line, well, if you didn't want me to lie, why'd you ask? <laughs> uh, you know, you... you, you you're not going to expect the, the actor is never going to say yes, yes. In fact, uh, I know exactly who did it, and this is this is I know who shot OJ, or uh, not who shot OJ, who shot Jr. I know how this is going. You know this is going to end up, and I'm going to spoil it all for you, um, because they're not going to do that. Because that's silly. That's counterproductive to the uh, what you know the benefit of the show. So, of course, he's going to lie, and then shame on him for 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 apologizing for lying shame,
2: shame for apologizing shame
1: shame shame let him lick his lips at the man with the big cock
0: sting shame sting yes okay <laughs> well the man with the big cock uh, there's something that happens to him this past Yeah time, he but...
1: could... yeah he got well... some
0: head <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll discuss uh, um but uh yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, actually, a lot of actors have screwed up in the past and now producers uh, sometimes give fake scripts to the actors or scripts with five different uh, endings or whatever. So they won't know in advance and maybe make a boo-boo.
1: Yeah, I, I just read something that I mean, this is the thank god this didn't happen in the age of the internet because talk about people losing their shit was uh David Prowse who we all know for playing uh the body of Darth Vader if not the voice. Uh mm-hmm. in like 1978, he talks about how he and Luke are fighting and then, you know, he reveals that he's Luke's father. And this what? was like two this was like 2 years before Empire came out that he said he gave that like at a lecture or at an interview which Oh, my God. Could you imagine if that happened now? Oh, my God.
0: Right, right. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I I read some reviews on uh, uh, episode two, season six, uh, entitled Home. And um, basically, uh, folks have been saying that a lot of stuff, as we pretty much, or I should say you, Mike, just said, is, oh, we already knew this anyway. So. The problem is, was there suspense or not? Um, And, like, the first episode, Mike, you mentioned two things shocked you or surprised you. Uh, One was um, the Sand Snake Rebellion, and the other one uh, was... uh, What the hell was it, Mike? There was a second one.
1: Uh, Oh, uh, that... Oh, the Naked Lady.
0: Naked Lady! That that the Red Witch was actually hundreds of years old. And uh, everything else we kind of all knew it was going to happen. Just how was it going to happen? We just weren't sure, but therefore it wasn't as necessarily suspenseful. Uh, and a lot of people specifically time magazines review that I read, uh, yesterday said the same thing about this episode. Um, and, and whatnot. And they even compared this episode to, uh, Glenn in the walking dead and, and his quote unquote, uh, Possible death in, at one time. Uh,
1: that's there's there's a, there's a lot of difference, but I, I think personally. But,
0: but I, all the not pieces. Were,
1: it, yes. Well, my, my point being is that there that was a that was an intentional mislead. Um,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Information withheld from the audience. Here, the audience had all the pieces. This is why nobody is surprised that what happens happens because they were pretty much upfront with the audience. And what happened is pretty much what everybody who's paid attention could expect to happen, and uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't take issue with that. I think it's, a, I think it's a, a hard to compare.
0: No, that's fair. That's fair. I, I think, I think oddly, and I'm, I'm actually surprised because I thought I was a, a, um, you know, a, a lone person on the hill screaming at the sky, but um, the things that make. Game of Thrones best for me is when what I'm not expecting actually happens, rather than what everybody expects. And unfortunately, I guess for some critics this year, which um, shocked me that they were kind of on my page, even though I'm loving the series as is, and it's my favorite programming period, um, I could see how these critics may be a little upset because it's like Everything we all we know is going to happen is happening instead of the twists that they had in earlier seasons that we were shocked, such as the red. I mean the yeah the red wedding and Ned Stark and
2: here's the thing, uh, Charles
0: dance and Elden I call and bullshit.
2: Things. I call bullshit because uh, you can only have so many twists before it's just fucking insanity. Um, <laughs> You know, and some people would say that having a dead character come back to life is a twist. But now, for some reason, because this show is expected to have so many twists, it's now what's expected. So it's not really the show that's changed; it's our expectations, and our expectations are bullshit. So knock right. it off and enjoy the show.
1: And and I would say it's. If I think of shows like uh, the, getting into later seasons of Heroes or True Blood. Where those shows kind of went off the rails, in part because they were trying too hard to come up with a way to shock and surprise you every episode. You know, find a new twist, find a new reveal, find oh the person who was a double agent is now a triple agent and a quadruple. It's, at some point, you have to let the narrative take over, and I kind of think, you know, it's almost like playing chess in that at the beginning of the game, there's so many pieces on the board, anything can happen. Towards the end you know when you got only a few pieces left yeah it's kind of hard to it's kind of easy to start figuring out what's going to happen you know how what what the finishing move is going to be or or how it'll play out because there's far fewer possible combinations you know and so many pieces have been removed from the board some most of them by beheading on game of thrones there's only a limited number of options left um, that they can still like we can't expect arya is not going to die she's not
0: because not? if she, arya
1: well, let me rephrase that. Arya's is not going to die anytime soon. Why not? Because let's say, why not? Well, what if our, let's say our Arya dies in the next episode? What the hell have we been following her story for the last six years for? Well, because she, she is completely disconnected from everybody else that matters in the show, so our story can't go further. You know, they're, they're, we would have just been wasting our time, and the entire subplot would have been completely for nothing. If her character just dies tomorrow. And I, you know, if, if there was outside events that forced that to happen, you go, okay, well, that's why. But otherwise it's just piss poor storytelling. You know, you can have, uh, sorry to say this film, you could have Sansa die tomorrow and there's still other people wrapped up in her storyline that maybe you could argue, uh, okay, that's parts of that storyline can still carry forward and there could be ramifications for this. If, if Arya died tomorrow, who the hell would know? People with yeah, no I, I names, see, no faces.
0: I see your point. I, I, yeah, because the re, the whole storyline is completely unimportant if she dies. Because it's like, why the hell did we follow her? Because it was just this peripheral storyline that had nothing to do with anything.
1: Right. Right. Now that's she the, could she could end up dying at the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that's not possible, but I'm just saying she we have to follow. There's this would be the biggest waste of time ever. Um, if this story except goes, for the
2: brand storyline,
1: <laughs> except for the branch story, but at least that's going somewhere too, right? We, we, we wouldn't don't have know that it hasn't
2: gone anywhere yet.
0: Uh, okay, that's true. <laughs> well, I, but it, but it seems based off of what we've seen in this last episode, maybe a more important storyline than Arya's, but we don't know yet.
1: Uh, probably flashback.
0: Uh, no, because he's. it looks like he's going to be some sort of powerful person based off of magic, Well, Arya is just a thief, assassin. That may be important because she's going to kill, like, Cersei or something. So you're right, that's still important, but well, it appears in the big picture when, with the final throne itself, Brian looks more important than Arya. Arya's just going to eliminate someone from the throne probably. Maybe,
2: maybe there is no final throne and they break the kingdom back up again.
0: Which yep. would be a good too. yeah.
2: Well, I think the problem with Arya
1: is that they follow her story arc through, because um, she's she's doing the whole Luke on Dagobah thing, right? She's training with Yoda.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> I had that thought about Bran, and if she. Well, yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's doing too. his
1: own version. He's. I'm yeah. just now. I'm just picturing this crippled child carrying the Exorcist on his back. Um, but if Arya becomes who she's who she's training to become it kind of kills her story because her whole point is revenge against the people who wronged her. And if she stops being herself.
0: Then well, I don't think she's going to, I think it's, it's just going to be a twist where she's, I think she's just using them and she's going to fall back into being a stock later in the series.
1: Maybe. And, and that, that again, well, that would make sense. But again, let's also remember, by the way, when we start saying being able to predict these things, part of the reason we can predict these things is because we spend a ridiculous amount of time thinking about these things. And Dork as a result...
0: <laughs> pretty yeah, much. pretty much.
1: You know, the average person who just maybe watches it Sunday night, maybe spends a few minutes bullshitting with their, their, their friends at work uh, about the episode, uh, you know, they aren't necessarily going to going to catch the same things or, or, or dwell deeply on it, whereas some of us who just obsess over things... You know, start we, picking well, up things that the rest might not.
0: We t- we talk intelligently on a show that deserves more intelligence, oh, or, or something, or something like that. Yes, I disagree. I disagree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do well. I we we definitely talk about a show. We'll, yes, we'll lose that
2: happens. Yeah,
1: talk intelligently. We'll let other people decide.
2: So let's talk about episode two. All
0: right. Um, yeah. That, let's let's do that. Uh, uh, let's see. There was one other thing I wanted to bring up that was somewhat related to all that and that is uh, I believe it was you Eric that posted on the Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group which is also the Giant Snow Podcast Facebook group Uh, just search for Dark Discussions Podcast on Facebook and we'll add you to the group and you can discuss Game of Thrones but you posted it or maybe it was, I don't know who it was but I thought it was you Eric a program that predicts who's going to die next or who will survive that was me Oh, it was you, Mike. Okay. Yes. So I should give you credit. And um, interestingly, I think they said the number one most likely to die based off of this computer program and how all the interactions uh, are about says that Daenerys Targaryen will be one of the next, or will most certainly die in this show. And uh, I thought that was interesting. But again, her story, which seems like it was similar to Arya's, which is like, what's the point if they killed her off? May actually, especially since they removed the Griff storyline from the book. But what it could be is this is how we get it this story is her story is really just uh, Tyrion's story because he's now going to be the control of the dragons
1: or or the dragon story, right? She's she's yeah. the
0: she um, was the catalyst to get him there,
1: and, and, and she then, can be a lot of things as the mother of the as the the mother of the the, the slave rebellions or whatever where she could be, I, I could arguably see her as like a mother figure or, or a martyr figure rather. Yep. Um, so yeah, I could see it. Like I'm like, so her story, if she died in the next episode. I don't think her storyline would have been a complete waste because it will have, there will still be ramifications on the board. We can still follow what's going on in Marine. We would still follow what was going on with the dragons. Um, and so, yeah, so I think that's, it's possible. I don't know that I agree with it. They did say Sansa was probably the least likely to die. Um, yes, I saw
0: that, which is wonderful.
1: Well, yeah, but it's just... Let's remember, Theon hasn't died yet either. And that just because she dies doesn't mean she gets a happy ending.
0: But she's going to be on the throne, I tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, continue, Mike. I'm sorry.
1: She's going to be on the throne, but her arms and legs will have been cut off. She'll be blind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Burned horribly. <laughs>
1: Uh, and and somehow getting raped by Theon with magical dildo. Um.
0: I'd still marry that woman if I was
2: single. Yeah. yeah, we know. <laughs> All
0: so, right, so anyway, uh,
1: episode two. What did we think of it?
0: Okay. Um. um well, uh, yeah, Eric. Why don't you go first? Yeah. What did you think of the Home?
2: Uh, I liked it. Uh. There were some awesome moments. There were some other things that I didn't enjoy. They brought in a couple storylines that I just really don't care for. Uh, those being the Greyjoys. I could give less of a shit about the Greyjoys. Uh, and Bran. Don't give a fuck about Bran. So I get a little irritated when I have to waste my time watching those things. Uh, but I enjoyed everything else in the episode. Particularly uh, Tyrion and what's going on up north.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I mean, the show is, is like um, a Christmas morning to me as a child. So um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it tremendously. Uh, even if certain plot points are more obvious than they were say two seasons ago or three seasons ago. And I like it when I don't or can't predict things. Um, and I do always like when characters, people love die off because That's kind of just a cool twist, even if I like the character myself, Um,
2: and and even if it does upset me personally, it's fun just to watch everybody else go insane.
0: Right, that's true. (laughs) Um, But, um, I uh, yeah, so I I enjoyed it. Um, There was some shocking moments. Uh, Well, the one of them will be uh, the Bolton story. I think that was the shock of this episode, as uh, the witch being old and the Sand Snake Rebellion was of the first episode. Really? You
2: were shocked? All right. I, I didn't... Sort of. I didn't,
0: yeah, and I'll, exp- I'll explain why when we, we discuss the Bolton storyline. Um, and I can say a lot of critics are, aren't too happy about the storyline and what happened because of the Bolton character and how he was a poor man's child's dance and um, was therefore, very good on screen, and I have to kind of agree, I've always enjoyed his character tremendously, no matter how evil he was. Oh, he was I got nothing about that,
2: dude, but this particular plot line, they telegraphed from a mile away.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, I, for me, I was surprised. I guess, Mike, you, you kind of agree with me, but we'll, we'll discuss when we get to it. Um, but generally, yeah, I liked it. Um, unfortunately, you know, some of the beats didn't work. I mean, the end beat, I mean, that was one of the big criticisms was, like all the suspense, it's like, oh, it didn't work. And then, you know, we'll discuss what didn't work. But then, da You know, after, you know, so it, it's kind of had its moments that, you know, it just could have done or worked a little better. But all in all, um, yeah, I enjoyed the, the episode a lot. Uh, the first two episodes of season six are, are top notch in my opinion. Uh, Mike.
1: Yeah, so I, what I, I was thinking about it and what I, I liked this episode a lot more than I liked the last one. Not that I didn't like the last one. And I realized the the main difference is that people did things in this episode. Um, in the last episode, it was a lot of, Oh, do you remember when this happened? And do you remember when this happened? Do you remember this is where we left this character off? So, like, Daenerys listened to people talk to her. (laughs) Um, Cersei stood out the, you know, stood up by the water and saw her, her daughter had died. You know, they didn't, she didn't do anything. She talked to her, her brother, but again, there was no action taken. It was, she got caught up. Tyrion and, and Varys walked through the streets and then saw boats burning. They didn't really do anything. The only one place where there was actual affirmative action taking place was Brienne saving Sansa and then Sansa knighting Brienne, or whatever was going on. I don't know. Right. It wasn't really knighting. But, um, and then, and on uh, an Illyria killing off her king. But nobody gives a shit about the sand snake, so I don't count that. Um, even, you know, the, the wall, it was basically one guy ran off, but we didn't see him, but then it was just, okay, everybody hide for the entire episode. And hide badly, because we all knew where they were. <laughs> so, um, and the big reveal was Melisandre took a thing off, which, and really, I still don't know what it means, right? In, in the grand scheme of things.
0: All i it means okay, she's old. And I'm, yeah, I'm she's, seeing, she's old. Seeing, oh, it's, it's her losing faith and she's showing her, her true self to herself that I'm right. really just a nobody.
1: Right, but I'm saying in terms of, it was shocking because, let's let's be impolitic about it, it was shocking because it was an old woman's wrinkly body on the screen. And, you know, it's... And, and it was, and so it was a bit of a turn-off for people who were getting titillated at the idea of seeing Melisandre again in, in the nude. It really, it didn't add much to the story. It was just more of a what-the-hell moment.
0: I think it was... I know you're saying it's a what-the-hell moment, but I think it was a character-building moment, because it demonstrated... It makes the witch now more of a three-dimensional character, because we're now looking at her as a human being. and Who who thinks she's failed. And And I think... And that's what I think the, the main purpose was. Whether or not it was done effectively, which I think it it was. Generally, you're saying that it was more of a shock moment than a. Well, no,
1: I'm saying I understand that point of it, but it, but as far but it's as far as like, from the way people react, it wasn't a they killed Jon Snow moment. It wasn't a they beheaded Ned Stark moment. But right. you know, people got that internet reaction that you know, oh my god, that's not yeah. really what it was. You're right, it's a character moment. Right, it really wasn't a big thing. It wasn't. It wasn't a. She didn't do anything, she just took her thing off and realized we realized she's kinda of sad, which we kinda of knew she was there if you've been paying attention, she was pretty much there once everything went to shit last season. Mm-hmm. So this episode you had people actually engaged and active and doing things and their plots advanced. Even Arya, right, was just get get her face beat in last episode. At least tonight she moved on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we didn't have to spend which was what I was worried about. I was I was well among other things. I was concerned that we were gonna have
0: more, like more five wax or six on, e- wax off.
1: Yeah, five or six episodes of, of poor blind girl getting her face beat in. You know, and we've like I said, we've seen Empire Strikes Back. We know the whole Yoda thing, and they're sort of fast-forwarding through that.
0: Which... The Karate Kid thing and all this other Right, yeah,
1: so I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> um, I, I do appreciate also that they're moving these storylines quicker instead of dragging them out, because I thought they were going to drag out the Jon Snow story for at least four episodes And I thought the Arya episode was going to... The blind crap was going to go on the whole season, similar to what I'm thinking is going to happen in um, the Targaryen storyline. But I don't know. You know, they did move it quick. I mean, Jon Snow's dead two two episodes later, something happened. So, you know, even though we had to wait a year to to see it, something happens only two episodes after, you know. same with with, with Arya, you know. Uh, Blind, and then two episodes later... Um. She, okay, she's back in, and now she's on board, or at least is pretending to be on board. All right. So uh, where do we want to start? All right, Eric. Well, what, let's what, let's what's... let's start with
2: Bran and get it out of the way. Yeah.
0: All right, and that's uh, that's how the episode starts. As a matter of yep, fact.
2: Yep. Sure is.
0: Okay, uh, and sure enough, uh, who, the people who predicted the trailer that through the trailer by saying, "Oh, it looks like there's going to be flashbacks." Guess what? It appears they were right, but anyway. There go were, on. No, they were visions.
2: Uh. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Um,
2: yeah, so Bran is having a flashback slash vision um, from his childhood of when he was hanging out at Winterfell training uh, with no. his brothers. No. What? No. What do you mean, no? no? I mean, what no. Do you mean, no? Yeah, Explain wrong. yourself, goddammit. It wasn't him. It wasn't? Who was it? No. He oh said God, it. it was
0: wasn't his... paying attention.
2: Use your words, did, Mike.
0: Like...
1: Yes, it, it wasn't him. It was his father. Use your was his words. Who was it? Wasn't. Okay. And his, his uncle Benjamin. Ah, actually, okay.
0: Actually, wasn't it all his uncles? Uh, Benjamin, his father, and the the other brother, too. The one that uh, was supposed to marry Lady Stark and then was killed. And then he uh, was killed by...
1: Oh, yeah, father. Probably.
0: Yeah, and then then we also saw his aunt, is the one that basically um, Robert Baratheon wanted to marry back in the day, and then we we meet Willis.
2: I will I will admit that I have a tendency to tune it out as soon as I see Bran on screen. Um, yeah, so we do meet Willis, who is uh, currently known as Hodor. It turns out Hodor wasn't always Hodor before the Hodor there was Willis, uh, and he's like. He's, he's still big, uh, and he's still a little slow, but he speaks and stuff. He, like, can talk. Yeah, I was like, oh, what you talking
1: about, Willis? Now, <laughs> do you guys
0: think this, this Hodar guy may be some sort of magical creature? Because how could he be older than the Stark uncles and parents?
2: Well... That- they say he's got giant's blood in him, and I don't know what the lifespan of giants are. Maybe they live longer than humans.
0: Well, and I don't know
2: if he's older. He's bigger.
1: For all we know, he's like five <laughs> <in> that, <laughs> at that no, point, I got, right?
2: I got the I got the idea. He was uh, the same age as the kids that were training.
1: All right, but if you look at Hodor now, he's got gray hair. He's not a young person. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's he, so he, I, he could very well be like Ned Stark's age. Well, except that okay. Ned Stark stopped aging about five years ago.
0: <laughs> My God, it has been five years, hasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah about I, just just like the Dark Discussions podcast.
0: That's right. That's true. Um, so, really, uh, the point of the episode was just—I mean, uh, that scene was was two, I guess. One to show that Bran is now getting powers that he can see things that he wasn't there. Is it past. his
2: powers? Though I thought it was the Three Eyed Crow. Well, he's
0: l- probably learning it. I guess.
2: I thought yeah, he, he was he's, just being guided.
1: He's he's been getting waxed on for like <laughs> the entire fifth season when we weren't paying attention because you know as I think we all are aware nobody gives a shit about him learning about his training. So right. this is probably leading somewhere. The the problem is like you mentioned, we don't know where it's leading to yet. Right. Uh, and. Yeah, it's cool to see Max von Sydow, and it's kind of cool to be seeing some of the backstory, although, honestly, watching Ned Stark train is about as exciting as watching the younger Starks train back in the first episode of the first season.
0: Well, I think the reason they showed it, and that was the second reason uh, it was important, was it's showing, it's introducing the Starks and the origins of the, that generation. And I'm sure it's gonna tie into later. In other words, I believe that we're gonna probably see Ned Stark, his sister, and his two brothers as twenty year olds and thirty year olds before the end of the season. And this is just yeah, a setup I, I think to get it's, there. I
1: think it's pretty clear if you look at the um, if you look at the, the the preview for next week is that there's more of this to come. Right. Um yeah. The only the only real thing I had a well, I, and it's there's almost certainly now going to have to follow up with this Hodor thing, and yes. and it makes me wonder if he's going to end up now being a little bit more important to the story than than simply being a walking wheelchair. Um, and and I don't know how much of that is part of Martin's original idea and how much of it's just recognizing that he's someone the fans really like and trying to give him a little bit of something to do.
0: Right. Well, it is um, interesting that that he was an able-bodied person with what appeared to be no disabilities and now as an adult obviously we discover possibly the same age or older than Brand's father who now does have a disability and how that occurred and why is it magical disability is it um, you know from injury
2: I'm guessing is either it- emotional trauma or head injury Worked in a stable, you know, mule kick to the head is not out of the it's, question.
0: It's possible, but also since they never really talked about it in prior seasons, maybe it's something more m- mythical or mystical. And, and well, gonna and that.
1: if they're going to make a story point out of it, you almost hope that it is. Because why would you make a story point out of, of about fairly-
0: a kid that guy kicked in the head by a yeah. donkey, <laughs> right?
1: Although that could play out really funny. So let's let's take.
0: A look. That's tough. <laughs> um so yeah so that was the first flashback it was just a innocuous introduction to the Ned stock generation of stocks basically
1: yeah I, I do think there was probably a, I don't think anybody was terribly invested in them other than the actors who were playing the part and getting paid uh, was terribly invested in the storyline in the first place and taking a year off hasn't helped and you I mean like the
0: Story on,
1: yeah. yeah. In the brand story, and when they go to whatever her name is,
0: um, oh, uh, I, I really. Uh, Mira, outside Mira. The
1: case, Mira. Mira. Yeah, I. I, I already talking, said
0: the name. It's Mira. It's
1: Mira. And, and Mira, and talking to the fairy creature, and I, I, I really could not care less. Um, and, and that's unfortunate. I, I'm hoping that they go somewhere with it, and I've had storylines I wasn't interested in take take better turns after a while, so maybe that's going to happen.
0: Well. Yeah, I, I if,
2: give, I, if Brand doesn't kill at least a thousand people, I'm going to be pissed.
0: Well, I'll give you this, Mike. Or Hodor. Uh,
2: somebody in that thing uh, has to I'll, do I'll, something.
0: I'll give you this. In the book two, uh, Mira was an interesting character, and her brother was a very interesting character, at least I thought, because we're learning things about him, whatever. But you're right. I mean, when Brian comes out and says, you're going to be important, and blah, 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 and it's like who is this Mira person? Because her character is so underdeveloped. Um, right. I did like the fairy; that was kind of a cool look. I mean, a kind of cool creature. Look. Uh, it's a but, cool
1: look, but we haven't spent any time with them to, and, yeah. a, and you almost forget that they existed.
0: Well,
2: and and, I, honest, I didn't have to look up the. I did have to look up Mirror's name to remember what the hell it was.
0: Yeah, I remember Mira because uh, there was a a girl that I went to high school with her, her first name was mirror and it, it's a Indian name. And, so, and it was very uncommon unless you're obviously Indian. So when it was on the show, I was going, Oh, that's interesting. And so I've always remembered that character's name, believe it or not, even though the character has been like we've discussed inconsequential um, or appears to be anyway. But the thing is, is that, um, I honestly wish they had just threw out the whole Aria story and, and Done the brand story because I think the brand's story would have been more interesting in the long run to watch than develop and then than Arya's, and in my opinion. In other words, if I was forced to watch a boring storyline, I'd rather have seen brands and had Arya disappear for one season personally. But that's just me.
1: But Arya actually did some things last season where apparently Brand spent all of last season in a tree. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah alright that's a fair point, a fear point. Now, uh,
1: now they did, they did drag a lot of Arya's stuff out needlessly there were too many I thought they we spent a little bit more time watching her wash dead bodies than was necessary but you know, she did at least kill what's his face right um,
0: but he was and, an inconsequential and, character really too right it was just a character moment for her
1: it was a character moment for her but it was also the first moment we see her get a name off of her list finally yeah Right, I mean, and Chris, unless you counted the Hound, which I don't,
0: which I don't count, yeah. I and mean, she didn't really get him. Off. I mean, he was off because right. he got, someone else did it to him.
1: Yeah, I, I, I that, the, yeah, that's. I don't consider that a get. I think that's that would be charitable for her. I think she deserves better. Um. So yeah, it's well, it, like I said it wasn't a great story, but I can understand they certainly didn't wouldn't want to, to uh, Yoda. Mr. Miyagi storylines going on at the same time, and that's now, what we basically would have had.
0: Now uh, to f- wrap up the story, uh, wasn't there one more flashback, or, or am I mistaken? Wasn't there one more scene with with Brand before the show ended, or was that it? When when he talks to Mirror, and that was it.
2: I don't remember. Enough. No, that was it.
0: Okay, all right. Then then a, it must have been the preview coming up that I, I saw or something. Yes. So yeah. Okay, so that's pretty much that storyline. Uh, It's just basically the setup. Bran learning about the history of Westeros and letting us basically—he's the the, um, conduit, yeah—the conduit for us basically to see the history and and what happened with the Baratheon war, basically the war and all that crap. Um, And the intro to the Starks. So later on, we're going to see the Starks as twenty-year-olds and thirty-year-olds, and probably when they. When Jamie kills the the Mad King, probably. So I think they're going there. That's my guess. Would you agree with that, Mike and Arc? Sure the flashbacks, yeah.
1: I, I think that's going to be a lot of. I don't know how far they're going to carry it, but it's going to be a lot of this season. Yeah. Um. Or, or, or I, I imagine at least for a couple more episodes. I. Now, why are they telling us this? Because right now, that original. Storyline, I don't think matters a whole great deal anymore. <laughs> so, I, I, unless so I, I'm hoping it's going to play off. There's a there's a, a payoff rather that there's going to be a purpose to telling us all the stuff that people who have been invested in the show kind of already know.
0: My guess is they're doing setting it up to show us that story because you do actually have a good point, Mark uh, Mike. That it's the only reason we, it would be cool to see is just for an interesting because we already know, you know, the rebellion and why the people died. But what we're going to learn, I think, is what happened to the Stark sister. In other words, was she kidnapped by Targaryen or was she a willing participant who ran away with him?
1: Ooh, I just thought of something, but keep going.
0: The other one is is we're going to learn if Jaime really was a scumbag Kingslayer or was he honest in that he saved and he was actually a hero because he saved King's Landing from being burnt because of the, that dragon fire or whatever it's called. But um, I mean,
1: do you do you have any doubt about that right now? I mean, I don't. I believe that story. Cuz I don't cuz I don't think unless, I don't think he, they have them tell the story in the ways that he's told the story if it wasn't true.
0: Well, I that's a fair point, but you know, I mean, even though Jamie is quote unquote becoming a good character, I mean, they could you know, pull a switch and suddenly he becomes Oh, well, maybe. You know? Um, other things we're probably going to learn is the the lineage of John Stark. Also, we're going to learn more information about Daenerys and her brother and escaping. Not that that's... Wait, wait, guess, wait,
1: wait. Did you, say, did you say John Stark?
0: You did you, say that. Well, Jon Snow, yeah. That's um, right.
1: That's what I'm thinking is that this may end up being how they, they tell us who Jon Snow's parents are. Yeah. Because when you think about it at this point, how the hell would Jon Snow find out who his parents are?
0: Right. Yeah, he can't.
1: Uh, unless there's a mysterious uh, you know, letter from dad that <laughs> has been sitting in his breast pocket for the last couple of years. No, right.
2: it, it's delivered by uh by raven. It's a really slow raven. <laughs> really
0: old raven. <laughs> right. Um, but that's what I think it's going to do. It's going to actually Show who that I think that's really where it's going. Mostly is is going to show us who John Stark is, probably that's John who John whatever. <laughs> Snow. <laughs> um, you know,
2: you, what's the name of the podcast, Bill?
0: You know nothing, John Snow, and I surely don't. I tell you that. Uh, but technically, he's half. He is a Stark. He's just he was just a, well, bastard. Well, just a bastard. that's
2: what they say.
0: Well, I'm some, still
2: hanging on to my in theory.
0: Right. Well some people are gonna say that Well he, he could still be a Stark Tar- too, but I, I think he's gonna be half Targaryen and half Stark is wh- wh- where it's gonna go. But I think he's so, gonna
2: be half Targaryen and half Baratheon. Yeah.
0: All right. yeah no, which is possible as well. Um but I think the sisters the star Ned's sister's important in a sense. I think he's gonna be the, the daughter the, the son of Ned's sister and a uh, can the bad king's son. Okay. I guess. But either way, that's, right. that's. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's move on. Um, if we have to refer back to this, we can always. Um,
2: let's do let's, Arya and then the Great choice. So get all the shit out of the way. Then we can talk about the good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The good stuff, which is the King, L- the Everything and, but that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. All right. So let's do Arya next, if you want. So uh, Arya
2: gets the shit beaten out of her some more. And then Jagan Hagar shows up and says. Uh, what's your name? Tell me your name, and she's like, I'm no one. He's like, Alright, you can come stay with us. And that's the end of that storyline.
1: Yeah, and, and look, I've I like uh Maisie Williams, I like I've liked generally Arya, uh, but that was the least convincing I am no one that I think I've ever <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> just because I mean it's like now maybe Jaqan Hagar is just a really bad bad quiz master or something because we all know what answer he wants. Uh-huh. I was like, I'll, I'll I'll give you I'll give you candy if you say your name. All <laughs> right. <laughs> we have a brand new Mercedes if you say your name. Right. You know, you can have a date with Justin right, Bieber if you just we say that, your name. We get idea. Right. So, um, and, and but obviously, so she just holds out. and says, Oh, okay. I guess she's she's learned how to be no one. But I didn't get the I'm um, no one from her when she was saying it. I didn't get no, that me it was...
0: And to be so, honest, it doesn't matter because. We, we knew this was going to happen, and it's like, okay, just get her back in the fucking temple so we can move on. Right, the, and, and that's it. And I was just
1: glad. And I was just, as much as I didn't
2: buy it, I was just glad that storyline is over. Anyway. Well, let's
0: move on. It's terrible. I can't stand that storyline. <laughs> right, uh, now, right
2: now, it's pretty awful. I, I like the character of Arya, but right now, that storyline is pretty awful.
0: Fair enough. Um, now, what was the other crappy one? Oh, The Great Choice. Great yes. Choice. You said that was crappy. Yeah, go go ahead.
2: The uh, uh, cause I hate the Greyjoys. I find well, them annoying. It's like grand, I wish right? they weren't part of the story. It's like um, grand
0: because the story, they disappeared for a whole season, which was kind of weird.
2: Well, it's not even that that annoys me. It's just that I don't like them. Uh, I, I, find them to be, uh, abrasive people and I don't enjoy when they're on screen talking. Uh, so that's basically it. I don't like them. Uh, but anyway, so the, uh, yeah. Balon Greyjoy, uh, Goes out for a stroll and uh, runs into his brother, Euron, who uh, isn't very polite and throws him out of the way off a bridge uh, and kills him. Um, and Yara wants to be the leader of the Greyjoys, but nobody else wants that because penises. Um,
0: I don't think that's necessarily it. I think it's some sort of weird vote.
2: Oh, I think it's both. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> So and now they're going to have some vote to see who leads Greyjoy's, and in the meantime, Dion is headed back there.
1: And I uh, see, I I kind of no, I, you've read the books, and admit you, you keep saying you've you've forgotten the books. Um, so but I so I don't know where this is going, necessarily, uh, where you have a better idea, and I don't have that, that same feeling against the uh, the Greyjoys yet that you do. I, I just like the fact that there are uh, a seafaring people that have properly embraced the Kraken as their sigil. Um, and I appreciate that. But I I, like, I thought visually, I thought that was a fantastic moment of him crossing the bridge and having the confrontation on the bridge. Oh, it looks uh, great. I'll give you that. I, especially on, on TV. I don't know anything about this, what was his brother? Right. Other than what they told us. So I, so I have no idea if he's going to be a good... I. A good as an in interesting character or not going forward. I like um, Theon's sister a lot from the time that she going back yeah. to when we first met her, and she was
0: she's very teasing. honorable character, very honorable character.
1: Well, oh, sort in her own way, in her Greyjoy way.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and I do kind of like the the weird philosophy that the because there is a perverse honor to it, right? The you know we pay the iron price. You know, it's a very
0: Pardon the what does dead stark. can never die?
1: What is does dead can never die? We pay the iron price, you know, and it's, and it's a very stark way of life, and it's I find that is an ah, interesting kind of philosophy. Way of life. I said, <laughs> I, I, I yes, and um, so I so I kind of like that whole thing. And as I mentioned last episode, we know that Danny's going to need ships, and we know there is a group of people who happen to have a lot of ships.
0: Ooh, that even, on the, even fun, if Mark. they are
1: on the
2: other side of a continent. Yeah, <laughs> <Literally>, well, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see what happens.
0: No, I, I like I like that, Mike. That's that's nice. Not that I want Daenerys. I want her to be removed from the, the playing field. But if the Greyjoy connection is interesting, so yeah,
1: so it could be them. I I suggested Dorne last episode. It could could be the Greyjoys or it could be both.
0: You said it um, could even be the the remainder of Stannis's homeland. I think. Yeah, no
1: enough. Now am I am I wrong in thinking it's been two seasons since we've seen any of this?
0: Yes. They they were completely out of uh season five, just as Bran was.
1: Right. That they well not just season five, they were out of season four, I think, or most of season four. Uh they sent Theon's balls to the old man.
0: <laughs> oh, but the and, sister was, was in, in season four.
1: Uh, like yeah, like at the very beginning of season four, very early, yeah. and that was about it. Right. There was in, like, one episode. So we've seen them for, like, one episode in the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's going to be weird. It does feel a little weird to be going back to this after having been gone from them for so long. But...
0: Well, yeah, yeah. You know? here's another example of a story I wish they had kept in instead of Arya last season, for example. Because yeah. I know Eric doesn't like them, but I think... The political machinations that are about to happen here it could be interesting. And this new brother character seems very interesting as well. But, again, um, I, I haven't read the book, so Eric claims that the story sucks. So I, I don't know.
1: And, and the problem is that I have no idea, like, really, how is this all going to tie in? Who's going to end up being in charge? Uh, who else is going to be competing for the throne? The salt Was it the salt throne they called it? That's what they call it in the show. They call it something different in the books.
0: Okay.
1: So right. So anyway. So that's that. I I just I liked it. I just even just for the visuals, I thought were fantastic. Um, Yeah,
0: the storm storm was was a hell of a storm. I'll give you that. I actually am more to say that this storyline, at least in this episode that I saw, was very entertaining and I enjoyed it. I've always liked the Greyjoy storyline, even completely opposite than Eric. Uh, so this is actually a thing that I'm looking forward to, but again, it's just perspective, I guess.
1: Uh, just a better perspective than Eric. That's okay. Or you're both wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, on on those occasions when Phil agrees yeah. with me, he's
0: clearly not wrong. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> and 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 the this dark, dank, and weird people. The you said they're they're abrasive. I mean, this is stuff that I like. It's good.
1: No no, but I can understand why because they are that they are unpleasant people, so I can certainly understand. Yeah, not wanting to spend any more time with them than is absolutely necessary.
0: Well, you know what? It kind of reminds me of another version of the Starks. I mean, they're both northern people and whatnot. They're just more miserable than the Stark <laughs> people. But all in all, I love that old English Viking, you know, northern European feel to the story that both you know, uh, Winterfell and the Greyjoy storylines happen to be. And so, I mean, even Stannis was a little kind of the Northern European storyline. So I I enjoy that. So these things don't bother me as much as, say, Eric. Obviously, Eric liked the Stark thing and probably liked the Baratheon Stannis thing, but here he doesn't. This one fits in perfectly because it reminds me of uh, the old European, you know, King Alfred English stuff that... right? You know, so that's that's why I like it, I think.
1: So, Alright, um, yeah. anyway. So let's move on to our next tale of woe. Who <laughs> next, who, who's next? Who's
2: next? Uh, uh, shall we go to King's Landing?
0: Well, uh, no, I, no. I, let, let's, let's just finish. Let's do Sansa Stanza first, because okay. her storyline very small, short.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Sansa's so, there.
2: She's heading north.
0: The end. No. No, there's... Theon is leaving. Who's leaving? Theon.
2: Theon. Oh, I already said that. You did. Yes, I did. Neither of you were paying attention to me,
1: but that's all right. No, I, we weren't I said, on that section yet.
2: I said that Theon was going back home.
0: Oh, see, so you—that's you, what happened. There was a there was a pause where you you must have broke out. Sorry. No, so, instead of it while it we were
2: talking about the Greyjoys, because he's a Greyjoy.
0: Oh, uh, okay, I got it. Yeah. Okay, right. so we, we, yeah. we, we, me and me and Mike were so excited about the Greyjoy storyline that we didn't even pay attention to you.
1: <laughs> well, what I like about it is, is that it's moving him in direction, right? And so again, there, there's affirmative action here. Uh, someone is taking action and doing something where we, had, where we, where oh. we had been assuming that Theon was going to basically be
0: stay with santa right
1: yes he was going to be santa's handmaiden right for lack of a better well, term. well
0: I, I figured he was going to be some sort of advice i think i thought she he was going to be the the angel on her shoulder type of person you know like an advisor like even though he's not smart and all this he was had become good enough in his soul that he would say oh yes you should let you know let brown Uh, Brienne, you know, bow to you and and accept her and you can do that. You know, I thought that's what he was going to be.
2: Well, I got to say, though, I really appreciated the uh, validity of his reasoning for going back to the Iron Islands. Uh, He was like, your brother's never going to let me live. What are you? Who are you kidding? Uh, I'll just go my own way. (laughs) And it wasn't just that. It was that.
0: I say it was more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because he says, you know, well, if you take the black. And I don't know that they discussed that at this point in front of us. Uh, how dare they advance the plot off screen. Um, it makes sense, right, for him, his character, to be a member of the Night's Watch. It's a good way to try to redeem himself. But he says, I don't want to be redeemed. I don't want to right, be and forgiven.
0: Right. And who the hell wants to be part of the Night's Watch? It's fucking stupid.
1: Well, especially now. Yeah. I mean, I understand, <laughs> you know, back in the old days when they had good parties and all that. But now they don't. Now there's n- nobody there. Right. Um, yeah, I don't and, think he's
0: scared of John by any means.
1: No, he oh, just uh, doesn't think yeah. he doesn't think he'd oh. be accepted, and he doesn't think he deserves to be accepted. Right. And I th- and I find that an interesting take on on the character, but again, it's sort of a sign of, you know, maybe there will be more coming. And I don't know if his sister's going to get the Iron Throne or not. Um, not the Iron Throne, but the uh, the Salt Throne. But she would be likely to to welcome him back, despite what's happened to him.
2: Well, yeah, now, I kind of father- like his sister, I'll give you that. I kind of like yes. her, but... Uh, Actually, my which, a- which his father, I don't think, would have.
0: No, 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 of course, no, the father didn't care for him. The um, father was I, st- st- I still don't understand why he didn't care for him. It makes no sense. Except that he represented his failure in the in the Five King War or something, and so he looked at Theon as, ah, that's the kid I had to give up, fuck him. And he reminds yeah. me of my failures. That's all I can think of, because it made no there sense. There's that and
1: that he... And that he embraced some of the Stark, right? He comes in and, you know, who's the one wearing the skirts and, you know, how did you get that pretty robe or cloak or pin or whatever it was he was wearing? Did you pay the iron price? And so it's that, you know, he embraced he, that that he went native, right? That when he was with the Starks. Which, which right.
0: would have been, should have been expected though.
2: Yeah. I but mean, then he's not his son anymore. But what, since when were people in this series reasonable?
0: Yeah, that's true. Especially, especially <laughs> Balan Greyjoy. That guy was an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so yeah so he he you're right mike i liked your point which is if he does make it back he's he's going to be he's probably going to be okay because his sister's going to vouch for him whether she's the head of the the salt throne or not, she's going to vouch for him, and I and I'm assuming she's not going to be an outcast even if she doesn't win the throne. So
1: well, that could end up. Well, I have no idea how this works, but I mean, I could actually see her vouching for taking him back in, and others perceiving that as a sign of weakness, um, sort of like you know, on a lesser scale of Jon Snow taking in the 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 uh, uh, wildlings. The wildlings. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, people are like you 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 embraced your brother who was who was a traitor, who was incompetent, who uh, you know, got himself neutered. Uh, you're clearly your judgment is faulty.
0: Yeah, all right, I see your point. Yeah, but you know what? How I don't dare you they, be
1: a decent human being and explain claim to I be one of the iron I don't warners.
0: think I don't think they explained it well enough, though, to that all the the whole uh, Greyjoy Kingdom, whatever those people are called, the the Iron people, were it never the show never explained that oh the Iron people think Theon's a, a bum. You know what I'm saying? We've only saw the perspective of his father and his sister, and maybe a couple of maidens or something. You know, In other words, it well, wasn't think,
1: like... But, but, but don't forget the followers that were there at Winterfell. Who were the ones that hit him on the back of the head and left uh, him to
0: die. Yeah, you're right. That's a fair point. Yeah, okay. So they did introduce most of them not liking him. Yeah, that's, that's a good yes. point.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and that he was generally an incompetent fuck-up anyway. <laughs> yep, that's
2: Artheon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some of it was betrayal because I mean, he actually did take Winterfell, and eventually, if reinforcements came and whatnot, he could have held it. But they all betrayed him basically, and and yeah. as we've seen, that the, they they can be like um, assholes. They, yeah, that whole group of people. Yeah, you're right. That's a fair point.
1: Which gets back to Eric not liking the choice. right? <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And the one thing I will say I liked is that that you saw the conversation between Brienne and Sansa about Arya, because that's one of those things that you'd be like, did did she ever tell her she ran into Arya or did they just forget that because it doesn't actually move the storyline forward? But really, don't you think she'd be asking about that or saying, hey, I saw your sister, you know, Mm -hmm. all that important information that on most shows people just don't bother communicating to each other?
0: Right, right. So okay.
1: I did like that. It. it was just a small detail,
0: but Yeah, it, it tied up a, a loose loose end basically. I did
2: like right. when Brienne told Sansa that she wasn't dressed like a lady.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that sounds like her. <laughs> well, and then Sansa said, Yeah, that's, area, that's her. yeah, that's basic. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. Um so basically what's happening is that uh Podrick, Brienne and Sansa are heading to the wall. Theon is heading to the Iron Islands, and Theon says, "Could I take a horse?" And they said, "Of course." And well, at,
2: at least, uh, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. So, and that's pretty much that storyline. So, and it wasn't because it was weak, uh, but it was only like three it minutes. It was short. And, yeah, and it was short. Yeah, it, and it was just yep. to move Theon to head home. Basically, is what it yep. what it really was for. Yeah.
1: yeah, and there's a lot of these were really quick in and out. Uh, this was one, uh, you know, the Arya one was really quick in and out. So yeah. they, they're they're moving and they're trying to get the pace going. So I think they heard some of the complaints of the last season, um, and especially if they only have thirteen episodes after this up ep- this season, yeah, they kind of got to move, right? They got to hustle.
0: Yep. Right, right. Ass- assuming that's the case. Yeah. Yep. All right, King's Landing? Kings Landing. Kings yeah. Landing. Sure, let's do it.
2: Okay, so can anybody tell me, (laughs) when we go to King's Landing, the first thing we see is uh, some dude taking a leak, and the mountain just walks up to him. No, no, no. What? No,
1: that's not the first thing we see.
2: Uh, Apparently, Mike has the entire episode memorized, so why don't you just talk, and I'll be here.
1: (laughs) Well, it wasn't... Before he was taking the leak is... And actually, I think something came before that. Was it... um, Hold on a second. Oh, maybe not. Okay, but I, oh, you, I...
2: You're correcting me. You better fucking have something to say. No, hold on. It's,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, But you basically go to, right, this guy who for some reason reminded me of Eric Idle from Monty Python, uh, talking about how he flashed the queen during her walk of shame. Oh, oh that. And right, how he right. Had, yes. and because, right, because he's, he's apparently hung like Hodor. <laughs> and... How she licked his lips because Jamie Lannister is half an inch shy of an inch. Right. Right.
0: That was a good line.
1: And, and say no more, say no more. And then he goes outside to take a leak, turns around the mountain, who apparently is hanging out at bars, eavesdropping on...
2: Oh, wait, was that the same dude? I totally that missed same, that. Oh, okay, that's what, yeah, it was yes. the same dude. It was okay. The same dude. No wonder right. I was so confused because I I thought the mountain just wandered up to some random dude and crushed his skull. I was like, well, that was
0: interesting,
2: <laughs>
1: right? Nope. And so yeah, and yeah. and and he turns around and he pisses on the mountain,
0: not intentionally, just because he's drunk.
1: Yeah, not intentionally, just because he's drunk. And I don't think that's why the mountain killed him. I think pretty sure it's because he was.
0: He, he, he the queen. And yeah, exactly. That's exactly why the, he killed him, was because he wouldn't have even stopped and give a oh, rap okay. guy with That the makes
2: him. a lot more sense now.
0: Yeah. So and, he killed. Yeah, it, go on. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that it, it was another, also, basically, I think the sheen was intentionally put in to show the loyalty of the mountain and that he can literally still kill people like squeeze heads open like he did with Overman.
1: And, and that Cersei is. Remember things. So she's faking names and kicking ass. Uh, oh, right.
0: she's, yeah, may, yeah, maybe. She, yeah, she somehow had her little birds find out who this guy was and had them out to go find him.
1: Right, uh, or, or something like that is going on. Um,
2: well, then there's going to be an awful lot of people with crushed skulls in King's Landing because pretty much everybody lined up for the Walk of Shame.
1: Yeah, but there was just there was one guy I remember distinctly jumping up in front of her and. and no, I remember was, that too. Yeah, and this was him, and yeah, wiggling his waggle, giving a little waggle. Um, anywho, uh, yeah. So, and uh, this is uh, Game of Thrones is known for its brutal, violent, ugly deaths. This is one of the few that I would say was just flat out hysterical.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? He basically just uh, like grabs the guy by the head and slams him in the wall, and he's dead.
0: And, not dead, and, and the head was flat, turned flat, basically. Yeah.
1: yeah. And not that I think Cersei needs her honor defended or, for that matter, has much honor to defend. Uh, but, yeah, I just – it just – you kind of felt like the guy had it coming. The guy is an right. idiot.
0: Oh, yeah. If this was a a, um, a third world banana republic, these people – this guy would have, if not killed on the street like he was killed, he would have been rounded up and, and killed in jail for sure. I mean, that's, that's just how these things happen. You know, I mean – if if you denounce you know say a bad thing to about Fidel Castro, guess what? You're in, in a jail and and probably dead within a week. So yes, you know. So these things do happen. These things do happen. And uh, this was just a demonstration that Cersei is still Cersei's. Don't think she is this person that we should pity, even though we still do because we want her to kill all these scumbags.
1: Um, I, I do question how exactly he found out that this guy was sitting there, but I'm going to guess that this is probably not the only time he's told the story, and it, yeah, yeah, it probably just got back to her and she sent him, dispatched him. So right. he
2: probably tells that same story every day.
1: Yeah, yeah. probably or, or multiple times a day. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so and then we cut to Cersei, and there is, and the mountain comes to take her to uh, what's her face's funeral
0: yeah his her daughter's funeral
1: right but what I thought was interesting was it started off with her we we were zoomed in on her, her pulling off a thread off of her cuff of her uh, of her outfit and i'm wondering you know is are they trying to show she's becoming unraveled that she's pulling out loose tying up loose threads what was the symbolism supposed to be there you
2: have been hanging out with christy
1: no but it was just a, it was a it was kind of a weird cutaway to A character pulling on a thread.
0: Uh, For those listeners who don't know what Eric's referring to, uh, one one of the the, our co-host for Dark Discussions podcast is uh, Christy, and Christy is known for finding symbolism uh, deep in the screenwriting. Christy uh, is
1: our pagan god, pagan goddess of symbolism. There
2: is, there's no uh, pretty much, yeah, yep,
0: yeah, that's right. so that's a fair point. My, I don't know. I, I didn't even notice it myself. I mean, you you picked it up, uh, and you don't think it was something more than her possibly uh, a symbolism for her unwinding.
1: I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. Like I said, because I think it could, depending on how you read it, it could be read a couple of ways.
2: Sometimes okay. lint is just lint, yeah. <laughs> right?
1: And it, it might be that. Um, right. So then we find out she's not being allowed. And, you know, the Lannister guards, she's not going to be allowed to go to the funeral. And the Lannister guards, as a general rule, are a bunch of shits. Um, and I believe they're called I, the King's Guard. The King's Guard, right. Well, they're, they're, they're still a bunch of shits. However, I don't think that this is the first time I've ever found myself feeling bad for them.
2: <laughs>
1: as they kind of had to deal with uh, with possibly getting their skulls crushed by the mountain.
2: Yeah, they were really, really happy and relieved when he turned around and walked away. So, uh, yeah.
1: So Cersei maybe has learned a little something because, yeah. But she's not allowed to go to her daughter's funeral because the king, King Tommen, doesn't want her to go there. He's trying to keep mommy safe. Yep. Uh, I don't know how effective he's going to be at that, but he, that's what he's trying.
2: Well, and I did enjoy. Uh, then they they cut to Tommen and Jaime uh, looking at Marcella's body and. I, I kind of really like this scene between Tommen and Jamie where Tommen basically uh, <laughs> admits that he's ashamed of being such a pussy. Uh, he, he's like, I, I can't save my wife. I can't save my mom. Uh, I'm really pathetic. I'm, I'm a king. I'm supposed to be able to deal with shit, and I can't, uh, And and I don't know what to do. And Jane basically just tells him go apologize to your mother.
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't think it was that easy. Um, but uh, first, I just want to mention that. I think, as you said, Mike, Cersei's is learning. In other words, she could have had the mountain do a bloodbath and kill all the, the Kingsguard and then blah, blah, blah. But she is learning to be more, um, I guess, non-reactionary. So that, that was... Yeah, so that was interesting. But the scene here, Eric, I think it was not as casual as as Charles Dance telling Joffrey to go to bed without supper. I think it was more King Tom and saying that the people, how can I rule the people or have the people respect me if I can't even or even help them or save them when I can't even save my own wife and my own mother. And then Jamie basically says that you're just a human. We all make mistakes.
1: Right, and Tommen is, is a sign that there is hope for the Lannister line if it manages to survive the series, which it right. probably won't. Um, that that they're not all shits. We just happen to know ones that are shits. Right. Um, and unfortunately, Joffrey was the eldest. If Joffrey was wasn't the eldest, then maybe Tommen would have been serving there from the beginning, and we'd have a very different perspective on this family.
0: That's right. Yeah, Charles Dance would probably still be alive and all these other things, you know, whatever. Because And
1: and Tyrion wouldn't be, you know, persona Uh, non grata and yeah. Whole lot of things would have changed. And it's just that we happen to have you know, the 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 mother the the brother fucker and the sister fucker and Charles Dance and Psycho Child is why we hate
2: this family. So well, and, and here's the thing, though, is that Joffrey was a bad king because he was a fucking raving psychotic. Uh, Tommen's a bad king just because he doesn't know. He just doesn't know. He's a young kid. He he doesn't know the world, the way of the world. He wasn't trained to be the king like Joffrey was. Uh, he right, and didn't that's get a big thing. Those, and he but, didn't get all those important etiquette lessons and all that, so he just doesn't know.
0: But but he's he's learning on the job quickly. And I think what Mike said, which is if there's hope for the Lannisters, he actually could be – he is the hope. I mean, he is the hope. And mm-hmm. the reason he is the hope is because he's level-headed and he just has to be somewhere in the middle. He can't be this wimpy guy that says, oh, I can't kill people. That's terrible. But he can't also be this psychopath scumbag. So he has to be somewhere uh, like a normal strong leader of you know any country, basically. That's not a psychopath. Right, and so and I said, yeah, go there.
2: I was just gonna say, unfortunately, right now he's a weak leader who's not psycho, so right. he needs to become that strong leader.
0: So the question is, it was today that episode at home? Was that the first step of him I turning it around? Yep. I do too. I do too. Um,
1: I, I still don't think he's surviving the season, but that's well,
0: but that could be just because of ha- happenstance, not because he's an idiot.
1: Yeah, and I don't think he's an idiot. He's just—he's a nice kid. His problem is he's kind-hearted, and he doesn't want anything bad happening to his hot wife, you know. And it's—and yeah, he's hopefully his his father, father uncle, will will be able to teach him something about strength and how yeah. to, and how how to do strength in a in a way that's not psychotic.
0: Right. So he's just got to make sure that the mother doesn't get her her talons into him too much.
1: Right, I do like how they're talking about who killed the prince, Prince Sand Snake, whatever his name was.
0: Oh, that was uh, yeah. So that was another loose says, end that they weren't they they filled in that. Like, uh, and it's
1: like, do you, th- I th- do you think it was mother? It's like, like you don't think your mother would do that? It's like, fuck yeah, <laughs> your mother would totally do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, and and that was a good point because two things. Because even though it was a funny moment, it shows that Tommen is beginning to know that what his mother really is, whether he loves her or not. Right. And two, it also cleans up a loose end, similar to the Arya and Sansa and Brienne story, where it's like, why didn't they ever ask about that guy?
1: Right, well, we, we know where they are. We know that they know that he's been killed and that they're probably going to get blamed for it.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Even though they didn't do it.
0: Right. But but it would all be a farce because now the new leadership of that horrible area, whatever that's called, Dawn or, or no, what the hell is it called? Yeah, Dor, Dorne. dawn yeah, dawn um, They were the ones that killed him. So will they just everybody will know? Oh, that was part of the coup, or will they say, Yeah, yeah, look, the Lannisters did it.
2: Who cares? Yeah, we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, so now, after those stories, uh, well, let's, let's talk about Tom and first going to talk to his mother and and asking for forgiveness for being stupid. And then we'll talk about the Jamie and the the Mockingbird guy or whatever the hell he's called
1: <laughs> Sparrow.
0: The Sparrow, the,
1: the, yeah. The Mockingbird <laughs> guy would would be Littlefinger.
0: Yes, that's true. Um, so Tommy goes back to his mother and asks for forgiveness, and whether she truly forgives him, which she probably does, but is she using? Is she more? You know, being. The little little sneak that she is. In other words, is she forgiving him because she's just, yes? I, I know I understand, or is she forgiving him because okay now I have my talons in him again? <laughs>
1: probably, well, I think, little, probably a little of both, right? And, and and she's in her fucked up way she loves her, her children. I, I think that's one thing they've been pretty clear about. And that's true. true yeah. But because she's screwed up, she can't love them in a healthy normal way. Right, right. And so she loves him in a in a controlling sort of way and a you know him being king validates me as his mother and right. gives me power and so she uses him even though she even though she loves him
0: Yeah that makes sense And she sense. probably
1: yeah. I, and she doesn't I don't think she sees it that way
0: <laughs> No again, I, yeah, I think she's, she's not too, a healthy person Yeah I think she's too close minded well, herself to to even see that you're right
2: But here's the thing I think the experience she's been through has been traumatic enough
0: that she at least
2: sees that uh, she brought it upon herself by putting the sparrows into power. Uh, And at this point, I think that in her book, getting rid of the sparrows is more important than having Marjorie imprisoned.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. And I also think that now Jamie's back. And Jamie's acting strong because her, his thing to her says we're gonna get all our power you know, last episode, we're gonna take everything back. I think she's now saying, Why the hell did I have any faith in bringing these kooks into power when now I have Jamie and the King's guard and all them who are gonna to, and Tom and now back in my right. my clutches? Well because now I think she back. saw
1: them as as a, religious a, kooks. A I don't think and, and weak and and, oh. and and poor and weak people. And so she didn't think they would really have enough strength to do anything right. without her backing.
0: Yeah, and and, her, and it's you wrong. Know what? I, I made a it mistake, too. Totally so the, wrong. Reason, the reason she brought him in power was she knew that Jamie and she knew the Kingsguard and she knew all these other... and Tommen weren't going to arrest uh, her threat, which happened to be Ma- Marjorie. But what it turns out to be is the only way to get rid of Ma- Marjorie is to have these kooks do it, and the problem is is that once they took her away and all the her family away to prison, you know, the, her brother and whatnot, she didn't know it was going to continue, and she thought she could just, you know, wash them away, I guess, and it backfired. Right.
1: Yep. Well, and it's not that it was the only way to do it, but it was the only way she could do it without Tommen knowing it was her.
0: Right. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Uh, it's it's curious. Uh, but you know what? Maybe it would have been smarter if she just hired some assassin to do it. I mean, why couldn't she have made it easy instead of doing some stupid thing? Yeah, you know.
2: well, hindsight, twenty twenty. you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Or maybe she, you know, she marries a cute homosexual guy and goes, lives off in a nice, comfy palace somewhere and just enjoys screwing her brother, but there's, so, there's she had so many options available to her that really weren't that half bad from her perspective.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: but it didn't involve her being in charge.
0: Right, right, yeah, because she could have gone back to be basically the steward of of um, Castle Rock, and she refused. Right. Yeah, because that's not enough. She needs to be the person behind the throne, not just a steward in some little jurisdiction. Right. Um, all right, so let's talk about Jamie and the sparrow.
2: Uh Jamie uh has words with the sparrow alongside uh Marcella's body. Uh and basically without saying it threatens the sparrow uh and basically, basically it's like, uh, what have I got to lose? I've done so many horrible things already. What's wait, wait if I kill you, what's that it's to add to the list? Um and Sparrow's like, yeah, go ahead, do it. Uh, and then and he all was going to do it, and he was going to do it. And then all his guards step out from behind wherever the hell they were hiding, yeah. uh, and Jamie realizes he's against bad odds, and so he, he puts his weapon away and walks out.
0: Right. Well, and you know what? I think if he still had his right hand, I uh-huh. think I think he, he would have took them all out. But yeah, you're he, right. You know, but being who he is now. You know, I guess technically you could say a cripple in a sense, because I mean he does have a hand that's missing, and he's not the fighter he was with the left arm. That mm-hmm. he said he said he looked and he he thought about it. And he goes, "Oh, I'll get these scumbags, but we'll, I'll, it'll be just another day."
2: So he's yeah, gonna but, come back he's going to come back with a mountain, and he's going to say, "Mountain, sick
0: balls, and brawn, and all the rest <laughs> of them. They're all going <laughs> to kill them all." But you were going to say something, like
1: well, but I think there is also important. We, we we got information about the sparrow.
0: Oh, that, yeah, that uh, he's he's a chicken, and he's also a nosy power. Uh, I think he's a, he he claims that he doesn't want to die. He goes, "Oh, if you kill me, uh, that you know you are still going to get killed too." Uh, you know, basically, he uh, he's phony. He's a fucking phony. We knew that. Yeah, we knew that.
2: But, uh, well, like, wait. and what?
1: He, well, he says he's afraid of death, but at the same time, he calls Jamie's bluff. Right? Is that? Yeah. And that you know if he's if he's not afraid to die I mean he's afraid to die but if he's willing to die for his cause and he's enough of a religious kook it wouldn't surprise me if he was yeah uh, then that might not be the best move for the Lannisters at this point is to take him out so they have to be, I think they they have to be a little bit more careful in what they do
0: but my point was is that the Barrow doesn't want to be a martyr because if he did. He would have said, strike me down, and he wouldn't have had his followers come uh, and say. Have
1: more powerful than you could ever. <laughs> that's
0: right. Um, yeah, so,
1: I might have. Well, I mean, yeah. basically th- tells him he can do it if he wants to do it.
0: But you're going to die too, Jamie. Ha ha ha. That's basically what he's saying. Right. Which which is legit because, you know, I mean, that's how he should be. But he's not the true person. I, I think he's more phony than he lets on because if. He um, being a martyr, was you, you know. What I'm saying? In other words, he's the type of guy that like Osama bin Laden, who would send other people to do the dirty work, but hide behind the, the you know the skirts.
1: Right. Well, yeah. the other thing though is he admits he you know he says and you know together we can bring down an empire. So he kind of makes it clear that he was playing Cersei all along, right? That his goal was yes. to bring them down. Yes. So he's certainly got this these political ambitions, whether or not he ever, you know, that he wasn't necessarily copping to before.
0: No, that's true. You're absolutely right. And, but, but I have to give Jamie credit because Jamie doesn't want to die either. Anyway, but, but he is smart enough to know that the Sparrows days is numbered. It just doesn't have to be right now. It can be when I'm not going to get slotted myself.
2: Exactly. Right. Well, that was
1: a concern after last episode. And they fuck them. We're going to kill them all. And you know how smart were they going to be about this? Right. And so clearly, they're going to be smarter than we were left with that impression last episode.
0: Right. Yeah. It's they're going to be more ingenious rather than just reactionary. It's appearing.
1: Well, they're going to try. I, I don't know that I've ever thought either Jamie or Cersei was a brilliant strategist.
0: Oh, that's fair. But I do think. They're becoming a little more level-headed in how they do things. In other words, they think before they act. Whether it's the right thinking, I don't know. But yeah. if this was the same Jamie and Cersei's from like a season ago or two seasons ago, they would have just started attacking right away instead of stopping. And say, all right, hold it. We'll do yeah, it. Yeah, probably. Day.
2: You're, you got a point.
0: So uh, I, uh, this storyline is, is is interesting. And to be honest, the way this season is going, it would not surprise me to see the Sparrows being all killed next week because these storylines that I thought were going to take four or seven or the whole season are now happening in two episodes, like Arya's story right. or Jon Snow's story. So it's now appearing to me that, okay, maybe they're going to do the same thing with this story.
1: So Right, and the big thing is they have to – we we have another storyline ready to go, right? Which is going to be this, the Dorn story.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh God! Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Yep. Well, I know, do- I, Eric, I feel the same way, my friend. I feel the same way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everything about the Dorn storyline is just awful.
0: That's terrible. Though, though it, last it, week, it was a little interesting, even though it's still terrible.
2: Yeah, at least we didn't have to tolerate it this, this episode.
0: That's true. That's true. But, Mike, you were going to say something?
2: No, that was
1: it. It's like, yeah, it's we'll see where it goes. We'll see how it is. But it's going to be a, you know, one of the other is probably bringing him down. So it's, we'll see where it is.
0: All right. So uh, That's true. are or, we now or, left with the North? Or, actually, I think there's one other thing. I think Aria... I think her whole storyline for the whole book was only to be the person that's going to kill Cersei.
1: Is Cersei the one that she has the biggest grief with, though? I mean,
0: it, well, Joffrey's dead, so Cersei's was the one that killed, technically killed her father and killed her uh, brother Cersei... because Charles Dance is dead, right? Mm-hmm. So it, you don't have to go for him. You don't have to go for Joffrey. And she knows. I
1: actually don't think she had much to do with any of that. She wanted Joffrey to to let uh, let Stark go.
0: Maybe, but you know what? She represents the entire reason the Lannisters. I mean, in other words, she is the the re- reason. I, I, I yeah, I see your point, but I, 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 I don't
2: I, think Arya is going to kill Cersei.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, I'm 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 saying that she will. Um, that's where I'm putting my money. But you could be right, Eric. Uh, well,
1: cause she could be the one that kills Gregor Clegane, right? Because he was.
0: That's another one. She okay,
2: was. yeah. That yeah. would be interesting. He was on her list. Tiny little Arya taking out the mountain—that would be kind of cool. <laughs> it could be funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm thinking she's going to get them all. I mean, I can't believe her whole story is just to get the mountain. I mean, I think it's to kill one of the most important characters on the show. But right. we'll find out, right? Let's move on, I guess. Yep. Right. Okay, so what is it? Is it just a wall and that's it?
1: No, no, wait, we didn't do the Boltons.
0: Oh, yeah, the Boltons. Oh, we, oh, we forgot the Bolt and we forgot the, we forgot the Dragons.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: yes. W- who do you want, Boltons or Dragons? Let's do Dragons first because it's quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, we go to Marine and they're talking about how the ships have been burnt and Tyrion points out that uh, they started talking about the dragons, and Tyrion's like, yeah, well, uh, dragons used to be huge until the... Uh, oh, I, Targaryens. They're, Targaryen. I, I lost the name for a second. Dragons used to be huge until the Targaryens started keeping them in captivity, and they got smaller and smaller. Uh, they're not meant to be kept in captivity. They don't do well. <laughs> At which point, uh, somebody asks so, of how do you, how do you know these things? <laughs> he goes, well, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. Um, and so then he goes down. It's a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a t-shirt now. Yeah. So then he goes down, uh, to visit the dragons. And I just, oh, I loved this scene. Uh, one of the things I loved about this scene isn't even Tyrion, but it was the fact that. Uh, one of the dragons starts to breathe fire and then doesn't, and you can kind of see that the dragon has like a fucking pilot light in the back yeah. of its throat. I thought that was so fucking awesome. Actually, yeah, that
1: was exactly what my wife said. Was that oh, it looks like the pilot light's on?
2: Exactly.
1: Uh, <laughs> I thought
2: that was such a cool touch. Um, but he he doesn't roast Tyrion, and that's good news for him. And then Tyrion Tyrion says. Uh, I'm here to help you. Don't eat the help. do the help. <laughs> which, is, uh, which is, which is, which, uh, probably the delivery, but I enjoyed that line.
1: Uh, probably more than the drinking line, but the drinking line was kind of spoiled by the trailers.
0: Right yeah, right. yeah, that was spoiled by the trailers. And which line was it that you liked again, Mike? Don't eat the help. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a good one. I'm here to help. Don't eat the help. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, and then he proceeds to tell the dragons the story about how when he was a kid, Uh, and his father asked him what he wanted for... Was it Christmas or his birthday? His his name day. His name day, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: there's no Christmas in in Westeros. Whatever. Um, So
2: when his father asked him what he wanted for a present, he said he wanted a dragon, and they all made fun of him because all the dragons were gone.
1: But it didn't have to be Uh, a big
2: dragon. It could be a little dragon like me. Right. Uh, And he said he cried himself to sleep last night. So he's telling the dragons this story, and I don't... You think the dragons actually understand him? I think they well, might.
0: Well, you know why they understand him? Is because the exposition right before he goes, some people say dragons are smarter than humans, and some people say that dragons are are intelligent beings. So right away we know that, okay, that was a Chekhov's gun.
2: Yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah. And so then he walks up to the dragon, and he gets to touch the dragon, uh, and he takes its collar off. Uh, and then the other dragon swings its head right towards him, and you're thinking, uh-oh. Uh, is he going to get roasted? Uh, but then the other dragon like turns his neck towards Tyrion, like, "Hey, hey, mine too," uh, and he complies and and takes the collar off. Uh, and the dragons kind of slink back into the darkness, and Tyrion uh, goes back up the stairs <laughs> and says to Paris, "If I ever have another idea like that, punch me in the face." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I just thought was a great line. Uh, So yeah, uh, little Tyrion went on down and faced two dragons nose to nose and lived to tell about it. And I loved—I uh, I, I
1: actually—I just didn't oh, love his line, line reading.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, the expression on Varys when when he's asked a question oh, or asked, a, yeah, the comment—it's great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he I mean, he, you, nod, you, he you
0: gives get, a little nod. He gives a little nod and goes, "Yep, I understand."
1: I, I do, and, part, and part part of me hopes that by the end of the series, we do get to see.
2: Varus punch him in the face.
0: That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the what is the, what is the line exactly?
2: It says if I yeah. ever come up with another idea like that, punch me in the face.
0: <laughs> and and very Ver, so his expression is hilarious because he, he just looks down, you know, he rolls his eyes up to, into his head to think about it. And he goes and he gives a little nod. Okay, yeah, 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 <laughs> I, that's a fair point. A very good point. And they yeah. love just it was well, Varus old... wouldn't even go down, right? So varus is even scared of the dragons, even though he's supposedly. Oh, you know. who the fuck
1: isn't scared? You should yeah. be scared of a dragon.
0: You did, right? <laughs> because
1: they're fucking dragons. Um, yeah, they're like you know military helicopters with an attitude.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's like even I, even when Danny was facing off with Drogon, when Drogon landed, landed on the roof that one episode. Uh, even then, when she reached out to him and and he made a seven, sub- even she kind of flinched. Uh, so yeah, you should be afraid of dragons.
0: Indeed. Um, so I think that's it, right? So he he basically freed the dragons, but oddly, they didn't go off and fly away. They just went back into their cavern.
2: Yeah, they did, which is, I thought, weird. But we'll see what happens there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and they didn't eat.
2: We don't, yeah, we don't know what they did. I, I did like
1: there was a line where uh, it starts out with him telling a, a cockless eunuch joke.
0: Oh yeah, that was good. Huh?
1: Uh, and he says <laughs> right. and he says, Oh, it's what we do. I make you I make eunuch jokes, he makes dwarf jokes. But I d I don't make dwarf jokes. So well you, you you you
0: think them. You, you think them. And, 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 and it just another... reminds
1: you of what how much of a dick Tyrion can be to his friends. It's uh-huh. just... Oh well
0: and then and then after he says that line you forgot he he then looks at uh because he referred that to Grey Varys. Yep. Yeah, then he looks over at Grey Worm he goes, Oh no disrespect. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so
0: I think uh,
2: if I lost my cock, I'd drink all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the reason why Theon Gratio is an alcoholic now, and he's doing coke on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. Uh. Anyway, right, uh, so, so I think that's pretty much you, uh, that storyline, right?
2: Yeah, yes. let's go to the Boltons.
0: Yeah, I mean, even though it was a cool story line and or a moment, I should say, it really was just to move the story along to have Tyrion now maybe become the, the Dragon Man, basically.
2: I, I don't know where it's going, but all I know is that when Tyrion is on screen, I tend to like it about ten times more than any other part of the show. And, and a lot of it is just
1: how well he delivers the line. He I could picture when he's telling the story about wanting a dragon when he's a baby, or a child, you know, you could, I could picture that in my head, and the, you know, he delivers it so effectively, and it was really well-directed, too.
0: You know, well, and and he, it was odd, too, because it's he was a normal child in that story he wasn't treated like the stepchild filth that they his father thought of him you know what i'm saying it, it was like a warm moment with his father rather than right. a negative moment it was interesting
2: yep so the boltons so the uh, where do we start here? I guess we lo- uh, well
0: we, we lost one of the great characters, unfortunately. But it was
1: eh. we lost a eh. character. I don't think it was one of the great ones.
0: Well, he was one of the great peripheral characters. Put it that way.
2: Eh.
0: At least in my opinion, I liked okay. him. I thought every he was an interesting character. He he was very he was he's like the you know what it reminded me of. He reminds me of the child's dances and the oh and,
2: no, he was a Taiwan um, wannabe.
0: Who's the other guy? Uh, Bellish. He reminds me of those type—the sneaky, interesting, intelligent type.
1: But I don't think he was sneaky and interesting and intelligent enough. I think I think exactly. he was a second. I think he was a second rate version of those.
2: Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. Well, right, right. I mean, his, he was a mi- minor character rather than a huge character, obviously. But yeah, uh, but either way, I, I, I kind of was interested in his character. I, I enjoyed his character. But let's go ahead and explain what happened. So uh, what happened? Uh, do we
2: start at – Are they eating again?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're eating, and <laughs>
2: they're always eating when we when we come to Winterfell. There's um, a huge
0: There's a huge thing in the fl, uh, flash forward at the beginning. Of, you know what's happened in the past. They suddenly bring up the Costins again, and the Umbers, and all those because, the Car
1: stocks. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it shows how they got pissed at the stocks, and and obviously that was a setup for what's going to happen here. But go on.
2: So they're talking at dinner, and uh, basically, I can't remember what they're talking about to lead up to the line where he says something about a rabid dog. Um, oh, don't! He's,
1: he's basically saying, don't let people think that you're a mad dog, or, or they'll treat you like one.
2: But I forget uh, what, what, what that was they'll,
1: in, they'll put him down.
2: Yeah, I was, what was that in do, reference to?
1: Uh, killing uh, Commander Snow. Ah, who was already, right. Who, okay. who was, of course, already dead.
2: But they don't know that.
1: But they don't know that. But that that's just you know, one of the okay. little ironies. And what was interesting is in pointing out and saying, well, if you do that, you're going to have the entire north is going to turn against us. Right. Um, so that it was reminding us how important he is indirectly to tie in with that storyline. Just how much weight being the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch has. And couple that with being a Stark. Um, right. It'll matter. Well, and at one point
2: um, at one point, he says to, to Ramsay... If you do that, we'll lose all the whole houses in the north. And Ramsey says we don't need all the houses. If we just get the Karstarks, uh and he two other houses. The Umbers yeah. and, and the somebody else's He says yeah. they command more forces than all the other houses combined. Um And so apparently he's thought about this already. Um yeah. so at, at that point is is when he delivers the line about the rabbit dog, saying if, if you get known as a rabbit dog, you'll be treated like one and they'll feed you to the pigs. Um, and then right th- is it right then when he, the other guy walks into the room to make yes. the announcement? Okay. Yes. Right right then. So uh, uh, is it a maester? Yes. A, ma- a maester walks into the room uh, to tell him that uh, his, his baby's been born and it's a healthy son. Um, and so then he looks back at Ramsey and says, "Don't worry, you'll always be my firstborn." And Ramsey says, "Thank you for saying that, Father. You you don't know how much that means to me." And then proceeds to stab him to death.
0: Now, before we continue, um, what was your opinion of Ramsey's point about the three families and Ross's point, which is? We don't want to kill Jon Snow because he's not a threat to us.
2: I think uh, Roos was in the right and Ramsey's just a hothead.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm. I'm right there with you, Eric. Mike?
2: Mike? Yeah, I'm probably...
1: Roos is cruel, and I don't think he's as clever as he thinks he is, but he's not a fool.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And... Ramsey, as we know, is maybe a shade more rational than Joffrey. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I think,
1: yeah. So he was entirely right. Basically, what you're dealing with is a better version of Joffrey and a worse version of of Tywin, and which is why this conflict comes out uh, in in, in uh, Ramsey's <laughs> favor. Um, but of course, if he was more thoughtful he would have done a little bit more to perhaps uh bring his son in i mean he thinks he's done a lot by giving him a name giving him
2: sansa and and most of the kings don't do that it actually is a lot oh it is
1: but he also has no problem telling him he's an idiot when he's being an idiot but he either doesn't realize just how freaking nuts his son is or doesn't realize how insecure he is but and then you know when he He's sitting there talking about well, he's, I'm going to have a manly child, and in the last episode, he says
2: if it's a manly child, you could be on the outs if you don't fix this problem. Right. That was a, not a good thing to say to Ramsey. Well, right,
0: and well, that I, was his mistake. I, I would, I would rather say this: if at that point, the moment he fucked up with Sansa, Ross should have just killed him, he killed his son. He would just get rid of him, eliminate him. In my personal opinion, <laughs> first of all, second of all, I don't even know why he needed. His son in the first place. Except he needed to, to have marry an heir. Sansa, yeah, I mean, because he was going to get an heir and an heir anyway from Walda. So what mm-hmm. was the point of bringing in in Ram- Ramsay anyway? There was well, none.
1: because it's Westeros and people have short life expectancies, and so he need he needed to have an heir in case he didn't live long enough to have a male heir. Right. And 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 right. that's a big thing. And so yeah, Sansa sir and and being able to marry Sansa is also was a huge thing to help secure the north, give more credibility to to his claim. Although I think he had done that anyway, right? He he had already legitimized uh Ramsay at that point.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Well it well yeah, it, I mean it was just bizarre because he already married the Frey daughter. So the Freys are on board or at least not going to be enemies with them. And based off of what we saw in this episode, the Carsten, the Umbers and uh, family number three were already on board. So, Especially since Rob Stock fucked everything up in the first place. So it really just came down to him having an ear that was male. Because by this point, once he fucked up, Ramsey fucked up with Sansa, Ramsey's value is worthless. And since he, unus Ross was just, like you said, a poor version of, of Tywin, he should have known at that point, okay, my son is now worthless and he's a sociopath. Uh, he's he's got to be eliminated. And he didn't do it. And, and it backfired and guess what happened? I mean, he's in the grave instead. Right. He's, yeah, but he's still actually spent think- to the dogs, probably, like, like Miranda was.
1: Yeah, but I still think he, I think the family meant something to him. I think he still wanted... In some part of it, he, he was probably hoping his son was going was gonna to fix the Sansa problem. I don't think he had, he had seen it as completely uh, over,
0: right? Because yeah, they, they
1: knew where she was. You know, the question is whether they would be able to retrieve her. Right. And so, so there was that. Um, and he did need to remember. This is before you know sonogram, so they didn't know that they were going to have a manly child yet until the child was born. Right. And you know, I. I think I, I think he had him on a leash. We're using a lot of dog metaphors. Uh, <laughs>
0: well, he is a mad dog.
1: Right. So he had him on a short leash and was trying to control him. And try. And remember, he did impress him um, in getting a hold of, uh, was it Winterfell? Or no, some other heap, whatever it was earlier oh, on. He had done something. Right. So he had done stuff to to impress his father. And show him that he had potential, and he was proud of what he had done, but he had been neglected probably for so long that he felt he had a lot of upbringing to do in a short period of time. Right. right. And and clearly, he just didn't really understand his son enough. Right. Um, did you guys have any question as to who stabbed who? Uh,
0: what? no, 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 not at all. Because
1: uh, in one of the reviews I read, said for you know for for a moment you couldn't tell. Uh whether it was Ramsey you know, Ramsey stabbed Reese, uh, Roos or Roos oh. stabbed Ramsey. I, oh, I didn't have any goodness. question about that.
0: Yeah, because no, put it Ru- that that's not Roos' way of doing things. Roos at, I mean, obviously the, the Red Wedding was, was a little different. But that was Roos, very
1: much a Swift doing things in the Red Wedding.
0: <laughs> but Roos, Roos is the type of guy that would have just had a son arrested and, and beheaded probably. I, I could not he wouldn't or be flayed. the type that would Yeah, exactly. He's he wouldn't have been pulling the knife and, and stabbing him like that. I, I, so I, I would never have seen that in Roos' character. And for any critic to see, no matter how scumbag Roos was, I don't see how any critic would have thought that he would have been that, like, reactionary, stupid. He's, he was more classy.
2: Yeah. So, Ramsey stabs Roos, and he's dead. And the Meisters stand in their door like, What the fuck? <laughs> He was and, poisoned uh, by our enemies. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Ramsey tells him send send out ravens to to every, all the houses, letting him know that uh, that Roose was poisoned by our enemies. Now, how did he die? He, he was poisoned by by our enemies. Uh, and then, uh, Car wh- okay. What's his first name?
0: I forget, but he's the yeah, son. Wait, I don't remember. Of, yeah, he's the he's, son he's, of the
2: dude dead beheaded.
0: Yeah, but so he's I can't like remember the head, He's the new head of the Carston House, I think, or Right, so he's house.
2: he's he's back in. Uh, he's backing up uh, Ramsey. Ramsey, and he, goes, he says, "You're speaking to your lord." And he goes, "Sorry, my lord," and addresses him properly. He goes, uh, "Fetch, uh, what's her what's her name?" Well, Walda? Walda, Walda, yeah. yeah. He says, fetch Walda and the child. And he's like, but she's resting, sir.
0: <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, like, because she, she just, just like, had birth like an yeah. hour ago.
2: He basically gives a look like, do you think I give a fuck? And he's like, yes, sir, right away. So um, she comes out with the baby.
0: Well, th- this is where the critics ripped this scene, too, because they said that, did we all know this was going to happen? I mean, come on. And they didn't. They projected it too much. I mean, I'm just saying what the critics said. I'm not since it disagreeing for but
2: we knew that, but like I again, was... sometimes the story has to go where it's going.
1: And even then, they kind of screw with you a bit because when he picks up the baby by the fire, I was, was half expecting her, yeah. you know, yeah. him to try to make some s'mores.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
1: so yeah, I mean that's that was a so they play with it. It was I found that a, a fairly tense moment.
2: Right. So, uh, she shows up with the baby and Ramsey meets his brother and holds him and then gives him back. And she's like, uh, show me where, where, uh, Lord Bolton is. And, uh, he takes her into the kennels and locks the door. Uh, and she's like, where's Lord Bolton? He says, I am Lord Bolton. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, so she knows what's, what's up. That and, 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 and again,
1: yeah, great framing, uh, and great line Who's- delivery. This scene and was fantastic goodness. all around. Yeah, absolutely,
2: uh, because once uh, she's made the connection of what's about to happen, because uh, he's opened the kennels, although the dogs are still in them, he's he's opened them all, and the music here was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, I you should go back and watch it again and listen to the music because there's this stuff going on. Like, these harmonics on cellos, I'd never heard anything quite like it before. And it just fucking makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Uh, it's awesome. Um, and then eventually he whistles and the, the dogs go at, uh, Walda and the baby. It was just like, oh, damn.
0: Now, um, she, she, I liked how her, her character, um, because she looked at you know save the baby and you know all this other stuff and and um, I don't know it was just interesting how she held her dignity and her she never had hatred for Ramsey, which was interesting too and I thought that was cool too because it really it was just one sided let's wipe out all the people who were in my way to solidify power and her eyes which is that she never noted known. Ramsey as anything but the son of her husband, and not this evil scumbag. And it was just interesting how her how she reacted. And I thought, like you said, my guy Eric, uh, the scene, the whole scene was just great straight through. And it was interesting also how they cut away, and we fortunately did not have to see the death. We just yeah, heard it, unfortunately.
1: Right. And and the thing is, we're in that point. This isn't like Ned Stark in season one where Sansa's pleading for his life and we don't know Joffrey well enough yet to know maybe he will, maybe he won't. Right. When she's pleading, we know Ramsay well enough. Yeah. And when he's, you know, and said, but he's your brother He said, I preferred being an only child. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. just, oh my god, he, he is such an ass. He is so wicked.
0: Is he worse um, than Joffrey? So. What do you think? Ooh, I um, think... I think Joffrey was worse because of the power he had. Because he it was depends. King.
1: I think, well, Joffrey could be worse because of you know, the power he had. Joffrey was a bigger idiot.
0: Yeah. Um, I think Oh, oh I Ramsey's, think it, Ramsey's smart. He may be a reactionary, Ramsey's
1: but much but smarter, smart. which makes yeah. him... More dangerous. Which means more dangerous, except he's not in the same position, right? And so it really right. depends... Right, Joffrey had the position and the power, Ramsey has the intelligence. And I I mean I wouldn't want to be let's well, put it this way, if if I ha- if if I had to be turned over to one of them, I yeah. would rather be turned over to Joffrey because Joffrey's an idiot and he would kill me relatively fast.
0: Ah, yeah. He would never well, Joffrey, it, Joffrey un, does unless, not unless, have creativity. Unless, unless your name's Ross Rose, I mean. Or whatever Rose. her name was. But no, even but her, he,
1: right? She, he beat oh, her to Roz,
0: death. The Roz, yeah. Roger.
1: But he would know. He he doesn't have the intelligence to do a reek,
2: right?
0: Yeah.
1: Right
2: to, to to give you a lifelong suffering. No, he and would. Th- and that's what I'm well, saying is that Joffrey might right. have had the power, but Ramsay is more evil.
0: Yeah. Well, if, you know what? That, that, that's that's derivative because that's what he's like more stadium. creative. What? What's? It's derivative because it's like saying Mao, Zedong, Adolf Hitler, and Joe Stalin. Who's the oh, worst? Jesus, I here mean, we go again? Da, what are you talking about? No, this is a legitimate point. It's like you're comparing evil to evil to evil. It's like it doesn't matter.
1: Right. Let's be honest. You get to a certain point. Look, and this is, and when when people say who is more Hitler, you know, evil Hitler or so and so. Well, Hitler could do what he did because of the power he had. Just because someone is the, the evil dictator of, of podunk Africa, you know, and doesn't have the access to the massive German industrial complex and military complex, you can't do what Hitler did. It doesn't mean he's not as evil as, as Hitler was. You know, it's just you get to a certain point and you, you bury the needle on evil, and I think they both bury the needle on evil.
0: Exactly. That was my point, Eric, and why I brought up the three dictators.
2: And I, the point I was trying to make is I don't think – I think uh, Ramsey is more evil because he's a self-starter. <laughs> Whereas Joffrey kind of had help along the way uh, and was kind of guided by his evil mother. Uh, Ramsey was a self-starter and became evil all on his own and is more intelligent and more creative about what he does. That's the point I was trying to make.
0: And and that's fair because because Ramsey most certainly is a uh, uh, what's the word uh, you know he's he's like a, a Bill Gates or Steve Jobs sorry to bring up another analogy but the, you know people that came from wherever and then they could break the, the glass and become and do what they did right I guess jo- point jo- is Joff- that- Joffrey was just someone that inherited it
2: right and, and, and he was Ramsay- he was a spoiled brat who never learned better. Right. And Ramsey had to put effort into being evil.
0: <laughs> right. So I think both points are
1: fair. and let let this be a lesson. Work pays off.
0: Well, that's true. So by point I think both points are fair because once the needle is buried in evil it's evil is evil. But some people are more gifted in evil because they're self starters, they're they're Movers and shakers versus the it's ones that a just. For it, it. Yeah, versus <laughs> the ones that just inherit it because you know their father was a millionaire and owned a company, and oh, I get to inherit it, and I can be a scumbag.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that Roost uh, Ramsey deserves to be penalized or credited for being more creative, yeah. right? That's that he's creative. That doesn't make him more evil. Well, it just means right. he's more creative. He's more. I'm sure if you, if if Joffrey were there, he'd be going, "Damn it, I should have done that." I would have done well, that if I'd thought of it. His, I don't his, think Joffrey's going to be looking at Ramsay and going, like, dude, you're fucked up. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, well,
0: what, what's, this is this is a perfect example, and I know Eric's going to roll his eyes again, but Saddam Hussein versus the, the dude in North Korea. The dude in North Korea and Saddam Hussein were both evil scumbags to the point where the, the needle's buried, but Saddam Hussein had to work his ass off to get there, while the guy in North Korea just inherited it from yeah. for two generations. But, all in all, they're both mass murderers, so it's yes. like, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, it's a pointless argument, you know, there's, we can't have an evil race and see who wins. Although, if someone <laughs> if someone like can figure out a way that, to do that,
0: yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. I would pay for that on reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> so... um yeah, so we're setting up for Ramsey to become a powerhouse in the North and solidify, but again, it's we all know that it's not going to work, right? I mean, we know... Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I'm pretty, everything's aligning at this point to where we're going to get uh, Jon Snow and some Santa. force of men uh, coming to take back Winterfell. Men and Brienne. <laughs>
1: right. That's right. but like can I also just say I spent I know I've spent too much time on the internet' in that really awesome scene in the kennel with Ramsey I couldn't help but wonder how it would have played differently if the Boltons were were cat people
0: <laughs> oh, it it'd be it would be a a tiger or something <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that's not what I was picturing I was I was picturing
2: yeah
1: <laughs> 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 It was just I'm sorry.
0: Um well, well it'd be, it would be like uh, you know, these are like rwaws, so so it'll be it would be like um, catamounts.
1: <laughs> I just I'm just picturing you're being swarmed by a bunch of kittens and Oh my god, they're needing me. You know.
0: <laughs> oh good boy. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Which I gotta be honest would probably be, be a far worse way to go. <laughs> so So up north to the well, wall. You, pro- you, you probably get E. coli because you know how cats they, they walk yeah. and poop box, and, and then they, the poop is on their paws, and it touches your mouth, and you get like E. coli in you die. Oh, Unlike like the it. dogs who are so None. purely hygienic. And eat their own <laughs> poop, and then lick your face. And, and the cats <laughs> walk in the poop box, and they walk on your counter, <laughs> and, and you, you cut up food there, and you get E. coli. And, and the
2: dog is sitting next to the poop box,
1: waiting for the cat to be done so he can eat the poop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus. All right, we're, we're now getting into the poop jokes, so we're to move on. Um... Okay, so, Eric, what what happens next? Where do we go now?
2: The wall. Yeah, all sorts of stuff happening up there. Uh, the first of which is that... Oh, uh, uh, God, too many names. Um, Trader dude.
0: Uh, jo- jo- uh, Mor- Jormer? Jormer? No, no. Uh, and, uh, oh, Alistair uh, Thorne. Uh, that's Dothorn.
2: the guy, Alistair Thorne. Yeah. Uh, is finally uh, laying out his ultimatum to uh, Davos and the gang. Hold up with, uh, John Snow's body. Basically says, okay, uh, come on out. Uh, we'll, we'll take the wolf and put him north of the wall and everything will be okay, but you, know, you gotta make your decision now. And basically they decide that they're gonna fight.
0: Uh, oh, Davos has a great line too.
2: He goes, yeah, I've, I've never been much of a fighter, so I apologize for what you're about to see. Uh, so, awesome. so uh, Alistair starts trying to break the door down, and as that's happening, another door starts to get broken down—the main door to the freaking castle. Uh, and you I, you guys I think that was
0: a little contrived that it happened. Both happened at the exact same time.
2: Oh, yep. Yes, Don't care. Abso- absolutely, but it was still awesome. It still uh, was. So, so as soon, as, so everybody stops what they're doing because there's this huge bang. And then as soon as I heard the second bang on the door, I yelled out, "One one!" Because <laughs> it's the giant one one yep. banging down the door, uh, and one one and all the wildlings come rushing in. Uh, and I actually really like the way this was handled because the wildlings certainly showed they were ready to do battle, but they didn't fully engage.
0: Uh, Eric, I have an interjection here. When you screamed out 1-1, do you live in a condo or apartment or do you live in a house?
2: I have a condo, yeah.
0: So you didn't have anybody knock on your door screaming, what the hell's going
2: on in there? Oh, no, dude, we got great soundproofing. I can yell as much as I want.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Good for you.
2: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so the Giants and the Wildlings come in and they don't fully engage, but they, they made it clear that they're willing to uh, and a couple guys come rushing up and, uh, torment dispatches of one. And then some fucking idiot <laughs> shoots one one with an arrow, which is basically like if I walked up to you with a sewing needle and went doink, uh. Probably less.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: so, so, one one just turns to where this guy is on the balcony and. Picks him up with two fingers and smashes him against the wall to a of bloody pulp and throws him down in front of all the other guys.
0: It was a lot of, kind of- a lot of, lot of smashing walls of heads and walls this episode. I know,
2: I love it. Um,
1: yeah, and with all with all due respect to the WWE, that's <laughs> how you body slam. <laughs> yes.
2: So he, he throws the bloody pulp down of this guy that shot him with the arrow in front of all the other men, and they're like. Uh, okay, we surrender. <laughs> well, except for Alistair Thorne and, and Ollie. Who are stupid. Um, hey, they got courage. <laughs> no, they're idiots and deserve to die. They're traitors and murderers. Um, and they get thrown in jail, which is where they belong.
0: Right, right. That um, um, Jon Snow's buddy says, put them where they belong, which is the cells.
2: Yep. Uh, so the uh, the traitors are jailed at Castle Black finally, um, and then from there do we go directly to the scene with the uh,
0: the Melisandre? Yeah, D- Davos. Yeah, yeah. Melisandra, yeah.
1: Actually, it's um, that happens early, and then it's later in the episodes that he goes to Melisandre. No,
2: I, under, I understand that. I, just nothing that Castle Black happens in between. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Davos goes to Melisandra, and Melisandra is still having her crisis of faith, uh, and basically says everything I saw in the flames it was it was all a lie. Uh, it was wrong. You were you were right about me the whole time. I had no idea what I was talking about. Um, and Davos basically gives her a pep talk and says well look uh, you, you have power, you've, you've convinced me, I've seen you have the power, can't you at least try to bring John back uh, and she's like okay whatever uh, <laughs> So now
1: I just want to be clear, when she says it was all a lie, do you assume like I do that she's meaning that her visions were a lie not that she was lying about her visions yes,
0: yes okay. that's what I thought I, I could see how you could misinterpret it or, or not misinterpreted because we really don't know, but uh, interpret it as her saying that I was lying. But I'm thinking it was otherwise because the way she demonstrates how she's lost faith. In other words, I think she believed she saw these things and it didn't turn out as she saw. So she lost faith. Right. So yeah, I, agree. And, and I, just, I just I
1: just I just want to make sure I was I was correct.
0: Yeah, that we were on sorry. the same page.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm sorry. That's,
2: Eric. A, that's all right. And then they go uh, and they clean up Jon Snow's body. Um, and it's Davos and Melisandra and Tormund. And is there one more person in the room?
0: Yeah, um, uh, Jon Snow's buddy.
2: Oh, Ed, yeah. Uh, and, of course, uh, the wolf, wolf. is sleeping on the yeah. floor. Um, so uh, Melisandra does her little uh, chanting uh, in a foreign language thing. Eric. Um, will,
0: just to interject, um, but dogs are loyal and will stay even with the dead. Okay. Well, we, <laughs> the, we had the cat, the cat dog fight. So I have uh, a right.
2: shot, you know, <laughs> uh, that's never mind. I almost threw out a spoiler for, uh, something else. Uh, <laughs> so she's doing her whole chanting and, uh, and does her little thing and gets to the end and uh, and then says, "Please." <laughs> um, and so they're waiting and nothing's happening, and she walks out. And no,
0: actually, it was, uh, was the it Tormund Tormund guy. that went first? Tormund, yeah, he Tormund
2: Tormund goes first, and then she walks out, and then Ed walks out, uh, and I think uh, Davos is the last one to leave the room. And he walks out and closes the door. And about 30 seconds later, the wolf starts whining. And then John opens his eyes and starts gasping for air. And that's the end of the episode.
0: And he, he, he's a white. No, he's not. I know. I'm just being funny. <laughs> he, he's similar to that that dude from season three. where he uh, came... Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I forget his name. Uh, the people the f- people with no banners.
2: I know who, I know who you're talking
1: about, but I can't remember any yeah. names. Right.
0: Any well, idea. the question
1: is is he going to just like keep coming back and keep coming back like that guy did or is this a one-time shot?
0: You know what? Uh, it depends if the Red Witch is now a Jon Snow lieutenant or not. If the Red Witch is which mo- many critics are thinking that the Red Witch now is going to be one of the most important characters in the whole series going forward. And if that's the case, then Jon Snow possibly uh, would be just like that guy, yes. But I'm th- I'm still thinking it's possible that it's going to be that way too because if we remember what the guy with no banners said, he said, every time I come back, I'm less and less human or weaker right. and all these other things. So I'm thinking that's going to happen to Jon Snow and he's somehow going to have some sort of – connection to the magical world because of it or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm just throwing, I'm just all guessing. But right. I'm, I'm assuming that it sounds legit. It, ma- it makes sense that the white witch, I mean, the red witch will be, she's a witch, will be <laughs> um, a main character as a lieutenant to Jon Snow is my guess. But what, what's your opinion, Mike, since you're the one that asked the question?
1: Well, she'd I, I thought perhaps she would end up having to sacrifice herself to bring him back. Clearly that didn't happen. So and I've forgotten awesome, that
0: because we don't want to lose her. She's a great character.
1: But I had also forgotten that she had said she'd uh, seen herself in her visions. Uh, I, I, I just remembered um, in the week since the last podcast that she had seen herself walking the the battlements in Winterfell, which mm-hmm. she wouldn't be able to do if she had died. Oh yeah, right. Um, and but and she did see Jon Snow at Winterfell, which wasn't possible when he was dead. But now that he's better, <laughs> Feeling that's a better now. And you know, I think that. And some people complained about the I'm staging. Not dead yet? Yes. And some people complained about the staging, how they did the old. But Trigable. wait, yeah. yeah. As soon as everyone leaves the room, the extra Whoa! beat? Yeah, I, I think that's. I didn't. It's it's not terribly original. I'll grant them that. I still think it was an effectively staged scene. I liked the fact that Ghost... Picked up that he was uh, alive first, or that he was coming back, and that he stayed with him. And I got to be honest, if I was in that room while everyone else is watching the Red Witch, I'd be sitting there going, "Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy?" I would be, <laughs> I, I would be, I would be totally with the wolf. That would be until he bit my hand off, right? Um, okay, but well, yeah, well, single the thing,
0: and, and looking, and the witch is single. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: people, uh, people are talking about the staging of the scene. Here's the thing, though. There's enough of a, there's enough of a gap in time that, what do you think about the possibility that maybe it wasn't the Red Ridge that brought him back?
0: What do you think it would be? I don't know. Well, the only other thing, he would have been a white, right?
2: Or a god.
0: But the god, but they use humans as the conduit, or con, conduit? What's the word I'm looking for? Conduit. I have no
2: idea what conduit. you're trying to say. conduit.
0: Okay. Yeah, conduit. <laughs> yeah, to uh, to for for their power. So I'm still thinking the Red Witch. Obviously, you could say the God. Uh, the, magic the, did the, it, Red but the Red is Witch is the easiest was the answer. I'm
2: just, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it interesting here.
0: Oh yeah, all right, that's a fair question. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think look, let's let's look. We already know
1: the that that the Lord of Light has a sense of humor. Right. I mean, his, his initials are LOL. Right. So. You know He's just screwing with them. I, I don't know what's, like, what's going to happen. How are they going to react to the reveal? And how will they react to the reveal now that he's up? And how much of him is him? How much does he know? How much does he remember?
0: Exactly. <laughs> Maybe he'll come stumbling out and just be like, I want Raisin Bran! <laughs> or, uh, no, no, he's going to go. I already know what he's going to do. He's going to go, Hoda. Hoda? Hoda. Hoda. Or he's, or he's going
2: to go, where the fuck are my pants?
0: Oh my god! That's right, he's uh,
2: naked,
1: and he's going to look down and he's going, "Who shaved me?" But anyway,
0: <laughs> 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 that's awesome. Uh, terrible. Uh, um. So yeah, it's that's a all valid question. I mean, we're going to find out next week because we get the Oath Breaker, which is the name of next week's. But uh, um, which by the way,
1: everyone's saying, well, it's going to have something to do with Brienne. Because Oathkeeper is her sword, or it's going to have something to do with, um, with, ja- the with, with, with with Jamie, because Jamie was the you know the one who killed the king, um, and it was known as the oathbreak. But I think here, yeah, it's going to come to him sort of breaking the oath, or actually, I think his death is what breaks the oath of uh, as being a member of the Night's Watch.
0: But mm-hmm. also, it could be all three of them too. That's a good point, Mike. Because or it could be all three. Out, we found out in previous episodes that titles mean many. Line In other words, they, they named the title so they fit a lot of storylines, not just one sometimes. Yeah, Johnson is back. Uh, amazing. So uh, here's
1: the question. What do you think he does? We don't care about anybody else. What do you think he does to Alistair Thorne
2: and Ollie? It's
0: an excellent oh, question.
2: I think just standing in front of their cell and watching them crap themselves as a start.
0: I don't know, Mike. This is a really good question because... <laughs> Jon Snow's the type of person that would have mercy on people. And even though he doesn't like Alcethon and he was betrayed by Ollie, I could see him looking at both their viewpoints and say that, you know, Alcethon's anger's all the way back from when he had joined the Targaryens and, and he was thrown in jail, or the Lannisters and he was thrown in jail because he wasn't on Stark's side and he's as a grudge, never mind the fact that the Wildings and all this, and obviously Ollie and the Wildings. so I could see him pardon them or do something with them, but then again Jorah or whatever his name was, he chopped his head off because, but again he did that because he had to make a a point that he was a no-nonsense leader so,
2: well, and if he's still going to be the leader, then I think he's going to be at Ollie and Alistair yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. He is. He is his father's son, sort of. Maybe because yeah. I mean, the other guy just kind of had was Lippy. <laughs> These guys yeah. fucking stabbed him to death.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and people lie, okay, executed worse for less in this, this show. Like uh,
2: exactly, Car, that's Carstock,
0: Carstock, All he did was avenge his. He did it wrongly. You could argue, but he, it was just avenging his son's death from Jamie Lannister. And then he was beheaded for that. That's a good point. I don't know, Mike. What's your opinion, Mike, since you're asking? I would like to be curious what you have to say.
1: Uh, did Ollie ever take the oath?
0: I don't know.
2: That's a good question.
0: Or was he just well, yeah, in the, the learning process? I think he, at that point, must have taken the oath. Because at that point, they have like three people in the whole night's wash. They just need anybody. So, yeah, you're you Well, but him. I
1: mean, did they even have the chance to go through the ceremony? See, yeah. I think with Thorne, Thorne is a, is a dick. And Thorn was the one that led that little revolt um i, I think he's going to be beheaded almost certainly All
0: right.
1: i i just because he he did violate the oath by by and he did turn on him
0: well, Ollie, thing, is, good thing about Ollie him is, Ollie
1: is more uh, of a personal betrayal and but I can also see i know i you can understand sort of why he did it if there's somebody who's gonna be forgiven it'd be likely to be Ali. He might end up killing them both. I, I really don't know and it probably some of it's gonna depend on how they respond when he comes back. But I think both I think Thorne in particular is going to shit himself.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what awesome. though? I, I think Thorne will die with dignity, even if we don't like him as a character. He's the type of guy like Karstark or or the king uh of the Wildlings how they, you know, they're, they're they're dignity guys that they'll go out with their head. They're not going to be crying and saying spare me like Slint did. You see, what, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think he's going to shit himself as much as you think. I oh, think he'll shit himself.
2: He's, he's not going to shit himself about being executed. He's going to shit himself when he comes face to face with Jon Snow. Yeah, that's with the man good. that he murdered. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah, because it's like, how the fuck can you come back to life? Uh-huh. Yeah, I could see I could see him doing that. Yeah. I mean, anybody would be shocked on that. Um, or maybe if, John's if,
1: got a sense. Maybe John has a sense of humor. He's saying, quick, somebody get me a hockey
0: basket. I'm just going <laughs> Now, but Mike, do, do you think there's any way that Alistair Thorne wouldn't be executed?
1: It would be tough. Um, I, I think he's I think he would rather die than side with the Wild Wings. I don't see any way that he's letting go. He is because his his big he is a stubborn son of a bitch, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, he he was an honorable guy before he got thrown out into the Nights Watch. That his whole existence in the Nights Watch pisses him off. So everything about his life pisses him off. So I could see him saying, "Yeah, you know," and and so he's all level. You know, he's not he's level headed, but he's stubborn. So I think you're right. I don't see him joining. The, are accepting anything to do with the Wildlings or how things are changing. He's not progressive is what I'm trying no, to say. No,
2: he's not progressive.
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to say, I hope he doesn't get killed though because he's an interesting character.
2: I don't see much hope for him.
0: Yeah, I don't see much hope for him either.
2: And they kind of have to move the story
0: They could have just right. killed him right then though, right? I mean... They could have, yeah. But they didn't. So yeah, maybe they're just making a dramatic moment to kill him in in a more honorable way. Or well, more...
2: in an official execution style.
0: Yeah, yeah. So because there's only two reasons they didn't kill him in this episode. One is because he's going to survive and become an important character. Or two, it's to make, you know, drag it out to be more suspenseful and, and John gets his, his just-do revenge, I guess, in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, but I could see him possibly becoming a lieutenant to John. There could, that could be a twist that came out of nowhere. It's like, oh my god, he's actually all right. I believe that you're the, the leader, and let's go fucking kill the Boltons or something.
2: <laughs> I think there's that's a very outside chance of that happening. I'm not going to discount it entirely, but
0: he, he could be a powerhouse general though. If, if if he, but you're right, he's untrustworthy. It's hard to trust him.
2: So th- that's the problem with him being a powerhouse.
1: Anything? How do you trust someone to be one of your generals when he might? you know, take those troops you trust to him, and have him desert or stab you in the back.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the unfortunate thing about that character because even though he would be an excellent leader on the field and all this, you can't trust him. So, we'll see. Yep. Um, now, uh, let's see. Uh, any further things we've we got to bring up or discuss what we think is going to happen and all this other stuff? Um, everything's turning out pretty much as we expect, at least specifically in the, in the North, where Jon Snow's back, Jon Snow is going to unite with Sansa, Sansa and Jon Snow are going to head back to Winterfell. This is what I'm guessing. And then somehow Bran is going to be involved in the whole thing. I have no idea what.
2: I don't know how Bran enters into it. I don't know Other how creatures. the Iron Islands enter into it. Um, I really hope they just kind of leave Dorne alone for a while until they deal with the Sparrow situation in King's Landing. Uh, I want to see more of Tyrion and the dragons, um, and I'd like to see Danny pulled back into the main plot. But I'm kind of done with Dothraki, uh, yeah. Yeah. so I hope she gets out of there pretty soon. Yeah,
1: I know. I kind I kind of want to see a Dothraki horde rampaging through like uh, the Red Keep or something. I it's I, I I'm trying, I I've had my full of Dothraki politics, so to speak. But I wouldn't mind seeing that horde rampaging over the you know the mountains.
0: Yeah, I, I see you, you're in, how that could be interesting, but I, I like I guess I like the the European style um, way that Westeros is more than I enjoy the the I guess the more tribalism of the the, the Dothraki. So just to have to go through the politics and the tribalism of that is going to be a slog to do even if it could lead to something cool i think for, at least for me
1: yeah i can't imagine they would go through this without them somehow bringing them all back somehow yeah. into the fold
2: yeah
0: you're yeah. right that's I just a feel like it oh unless yeah well you're right no matter what whether danny gets killed off or not and Tarion becomes the leader of all those people the point is is that they wouldn't have brought them back in if they weren't going to be part of an army of either Tyrion or Daenerys.
1: Well, I would think. I mean, it may just be that they wanted to sideline Danny for a season so that some shit could go on, because they already mentioned that the other parts of the the Slaver's Bay have been retaken by the Masters, right? So th- this this may have been intentional. You know, to to just get her out of the way and just give her a story to deal with. But I yeah. do hope it ends up being more significant than having Danny twiddle her thumbs for a few episodes.
0: Yeah, well, there, there, she's definitely going to get to that temple, so that'll be curious. And maybe maybe it's going to be some like feminist thing where she unites with the other other um, widows, oh, and me then, girls and then say <laughs> and somehow turn the Dothraki into a matriarch, maybe. I mean, that what? Could be no,
2: that's not going to happen.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be too quick of a turnaround. Yeah, you yeah, need, yeah. has to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Either way,
2: but, I'm, 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 I'm wondering looking. what uh, what uh, Jorah and uh, what's his face uh, oh, are yeah, going to yeah. do when they catch up with them It's like we'll save you. Oh shit! A
0: Dothraki horde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, is that...
1: Stay back, it, I have Stone Man disease.
0: <laughs> if it was the other guy, if it was the other one, um, the the um, the original Dothraki, uh-huh. you remember, Jorah Mormont was Kyle considered... Drogo? A, a, yeah, Khal Drogo. They, they, he was considered a great and equal to them. But now he has to prove himself to a whole new people who don't even know who he is, so they could just like, who's this foreigner, what's killing them? But, but... I did read a critical review talking about Jorah Mormont and how they don't think they think he's going to make it to the end, even though he has the stone thing. And the reason they think that is because he keeps on talking too much about how he wants to see how all this unfolds (laughs) and they, and they believe that they're doing that as a Chekhov's gun to let us not, not to let us know, but, it's just a Chekhov gun that by the end he will be there to see it. Whether that's true or not, I don't know.
2: I'll find it makes sense.
0: But you know what? Even if it doesn't make sense and that's stupid, I hope it's true because I like that character.
2: Okay. No, I like Jorah too. Although, I understand why Danny's pissed at him.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. So. Alright, so I guess that's it. Uh, episode... To season six, home. Uh, anybody get idea what home meant? By the way,
2: nope.
0: <laughs> Mike, sure didn't. Um,
1: hold on, hold on. Let me think. Uh, Arya, sorta. No, I, I, she wasn't going. She was getting a home. She was getting more of a roof overhead. That doesn't really seem like it. I don't. I don't consider Ramsay, well, right. in Winterfell, to be his home. Uh, Maybe maybe Jon Snow hit the home key and <laughs> went back to his body. I um, I'm really Sansa. No, didn't really. No. Yeah, yeah. uh, Theon's going home, right? That, that's that's the close. Oh, Well, the closest. okay. Theon's going, and considering that that whole that was a good what three percent of the entire episode, I understand why they would title it that. Um, um,
0: oh well, <laughs> well, oh, well, what about Bran going? into his dreams to Winterfell, maybe? I don't know.
1: Oh yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, where we started off. That could um, be, yeah. But it it's such a it doesn't tie in with anything else really. Yeah,
0: it was a it was a bad title.
1: Yeah.
0: I would say, right? I mean I Yeah. Think. Yeah, so I mean, at least you know with the Red Woman last week that was obvious, and you could even argue that Sansa was the second Red Woman. Yeah, Oathbreaker we haven't seen yet, but you can kind of guess that it's going to have something to do with Jamie and Jon Snow and Brienne. Um, but we'll we'll find out. Uh, but but either way, yeah, Home was kind of a lame title, and I guess uh, doesn't mean nothing.
1: Or 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 we're just lame because we can't figure out what it means.
0: We need Christie. <laughs> Christy, what did the home mean? What did it mean? But she she doesn't watch the show, so yeah. she, she wouldn't be able to or SOL. help. Yeah, so we're, we're, hey, any, anybody who's listening to this podcast that wants to let us know what their opinion is for home, discussions at AOL.com or join the Facebook group, Dark Discussions Podcast, and mention it in one of the Facebook posts, what you think home stands for, because we have absolutely no idea except Theon and maybe Bran but still it's kind of lame alright so let's uh, wrap it up I guess so uh, um, Eric I guess uh, any you can wrap it up and, and let us out alright thanks for tuning in and
2: listening to us talk about episode 2 of season 6 tonight come back next week we'll be talking about episode number 3 Oathbreaker <laughs>